Welcome to the B&E Podcast with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte. Exploring the creative process and finding the balance between artistry and industry. Entirely uncut and unscripted. Welcome to the B&E Podcast for episode 112. And, My lucky uh, number. Yeah. <laughs> Think of that. And uh, today we have a, um, a lovely woman on the show by the name of Suzette Lacqua. Hi. And uh, very excited to have you on, especially Thanks. today. And also it's, uh, it's International Women's Day today as well. Oh, yeah. So Thank God for Facebook because I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because... I, I knew it was soon, but it's not like I got the calendar reminder, so... No, it's totally fine. It just yeah. means you're a disgrace to women everywhere. I know. <laughs> because you forgot. Oh, trust yeah. me, they know that already. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, you are like the founder, yeah. um, head, chair, whatever, like the big head honcho title you want to give yourself. Cheese. Of my family. I mean, of yeah. the webcast. Yeah, <laughs> yes, of right. the Vancouver <laughs> Webfest, yeah. which is coming up next weekend. Yes, uh... Not this weekend, no, but 16, the following seven, weekend. No, what, I don't know. 17, 17 18, 18, even you know 19. better than me. Yeah. Next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's the, yeah. So, and yes. our live audience will know, but our podcast audience, you're way late. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Year. Oh, yeah, come yeah. now. We're yearly. Yeah. We're yeah. an annual festival. So right? when is it? So for the people who are listening and re-listening to this, uh, what, what are the dates that usually is around? It's, well, okay, it is normally middle of March, but it turns out that the last couple of years, because we've had a couple of different date changes... It's spring break. And so for those who have kids, which a lot of the industry people do, mm. uh, anyway, so it, it's, <laughs> all I can say is next year it's going to be April. Okay. Right. So I'm going to move it out of March. And then with this snow, like WTF, I got people coming in yeah. from like Europe and California and I'm like, dress warm, peeps, dress warm because yeah. <laughs> it's going to be cold. But that's okay because then it keeps them all inside. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, but you know what, we'll make it work. But um, yeah, so normally, like, again, this year it's in the March, but I'm moving it to beginning of April next year. Yeah. But it's always in the spring-ish. Okay. So for now until, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean, um, and I'm interested to hear like how it all came about because I actually uh, did a web series back in the day, which we never actually released. Ooh. We're going to turn it into a... Which one? Oh, not uh, Entourage. Uh, no. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one, Entourage. Yeah, that was you a good one, did, yeah. <laughs> high five. High five. You know? Uh, you guys did good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was called Soldiers of the Apocalypse. It was initially going to be released as a web series. Um, uh, we actually raised a lot of money for it. And now, just the, with everything turning, we ended up just marketing it to networks as a TV show. So we kind of bypassed the the web series, but oh, we were, enough, we were yeah. going down that road. We were actually, yeah. and, and we shot it all like a web series and we had this big thing. Um, but it just made more sense with our investors and everything just to go and jump try to do the, the, the TV uh, and did yeah. it work? Uh, well, we'll see. I oh mean, no, you're yeah, still working on it. And I wasn't sure if you, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, cause I don't know it, but doesn't mean it's not out there. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? and so. it looks it looks really promising. Actually, it's 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 one of those projects that's had many crazy twists and turns. Yeah, um, it was probably a bigger production than I think maybe doing a web series. Like, because one thing I've noticed with a lot of really great web series is they're they keep it really grounded. I'd, I'd love to hear your opinions on that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, in the web series, of course. I mean, the nice thing, the biggest I think reason that the creators go and do the web series is because then they've got freedom like they, they don't need creative right. freedom they're not having a network or whoever 
tell, you know, take this out, cut that out, stop saying this, let's rename it, let's get a different, you know. Yeah. And in fact, one of the web series um, got approached back in 2014 at our festival and uh, by a, a Canadian network and they was going to get picked up, but then they wanted to change the name, they wanted to change the story, they want to change, it's like then, it's got, and, and all, it's like yeah. that, why would you want to pick us up when now you've just rewrote the whole thing and called it something else so it's not even the same web series right. or the same show you know mm. so but no the, the idea is and it's a funny thing because it's it's a full circle so you got the web series creators you know looking to to um get picked up by a network or you know make it into a tv show and now you've got the studios that are making web series like you've got warner brothers digital you've got fox digital you've got studio plus you've got fusion like i mean we're talking it's oh and, and amazon you know and again like even kevin spacey's show is a web series in a sense because it's only on the web mm-hmm. they don't have to be 10 minutes long right that's the misconception ah. now granted the idea of your sort of your typical web series is five to seven minutes because of people's attention spans these days and the time they yeah. have to watch them and you can watch them back to back and a lot of people do but if you are just one of those that you pick up your phone or you're on your computer or your ipad and you're kind of watching it while you're working you know it's a, it's fun to, for it to be in and we've got i think the shortest web series that was submitted this year was two minutes. Mm-hmm. An and episode? Those are, an episode. Yeah. And those can be kind of fun, too. Yeah. And then you'll go right to the next one because you want to know what's going totally. on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that can make it fun. Um, but to answer your question, how did I get involved? Same sort of thing as me and my buddy made a pilot okay. um, of a, a show called Last Chance Casting. Okay. And it was about a dysfunctional casting agency. <laughs> no. Right? Because those don't exist. Well, go figure we didn't get picked up because maybe it's t- too close to home. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, and um, so, I mean, it was, um, we thought it was brilliant and funny, of course, because we wrote it and yeah. created it. But we sent it out and then we got like, you know, global and CTV and, you know, whatever. To, that, you know, some of them answered us back and said, great idea. Go find a production company. We're like, oh, really? You guys don't, we can't just sell it to, you know. So yeah. we started looking around for production companies here in Vancouver and well, a little bit across Canada. And for, again, for those who responded, they said, um, well, great idea, but we got our own stuff. And it's ugh. So to sort of keep it alive, I started, you know, doing all this and I somehow came across LA Webfest, you know, and I started, and I'd heard a web series before, but I not, you know, I didn't know anything about them. I thought they were just junk on the web, you know, on the web, like from maybe kids or, and I say kids loosely, but like college students, high school, whatever, doing something on their phone and then just putting it out as a web series. Right. So I started doing more work and I thought, you know what, just for fun to keep it alive, you never know who's going to see it let's cut it into a web series. So we took we took all the footage we'd cut out to make it a 22-minute pilot because yeah. there was a lot of stuff we didn't want to cut out anyways. Yeah. So we put it all back in and we made 10 episodes. And we they were between five and seven minutes. We broke it up where like a scene change would have happened. So if we were showing the office in the scene and then we went up to the boardroom, you know, that's where we made the next episode. So I, I, I submitted it and got into LA Webfest. So I scooted down there. I was all thrilled. And, and it, was a, it was a different festival. And uh, we didn't win, but they didn't really have winners. They just sort of gave the best of good for you <laughs> to everybody. Yeah. So we were there. Oh, okay, you know, I mean, hopefully LA Webfest isn't listening. But anyways, <laughs> it was painful a little bit because, I mean, you know, again, he got me started in this, so I'm grateful. But the award ceremony lasted six and a half hours. So oh. it started at seven Whoa. until quarter to one. And because he gave everyone and their dog an award, but not a, a best of, but a good for you participation. Mm. Like, right. And so fast forward, you know, 
there was about, a, I don't know, a dozen or two of us that had been contacted only two weeks prior to the festival to say we got in, mm. and none of us got them, so it's almost like you just ran out of time or paper, I don't know. But yeah. So we were disappointed. I was mad. I was sad. I was, like, confused. And I was like, I'm going to start my own web fest, you know? Mm. So because I saw the concept of it, and I had this vision of what I thought his was going to be like, and it was nothing like that. And again, you know, kudos to him for starting. He was the first ever in the world to have a web fest to, to show creators that they're appreciated. So, mm-hmm. so I came back up to Vancouver. I did my research. There was nothing in Canada. There was only, again, like I said, five in the world. And, um, and I decided, yeah, let's, let's do it, you know. And, um, and so now we're going into our fourth year. And we've been extremely successful. We had 27 countries submit this year, like hundreds of, um, you know, web series from 27 countries. And, again, the, the judges that I get in, like I had 40 judges from 13 countries, because to me it's extremely important that we're an international festival, that we have international judges. Yeah. Um, and it's been a, a huge success, you know. And, you know, and again, like just with the the product that we're getting, the the improvement from the web series that came in in 2014 to now. Now, they were great, but it's just every year they get better and better. And like I said, I got an interview with IndieWire out of New York um, just before Christmas, and they gave me a call and they said, you know, we hear you're the Sundance of WebFest. And I was like, why is that? And she said, <laughs> and I was like, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that I'll take. And if I could just be their size and their money, <laughs> not kidding. But... Uh, but no, and the idea was is because we we do take submissions from studios, and um, and they're up, they're up against the indies. Yeah, that's the quality that we're getting from right. the indies. Uh, you know that, and you know this has only started in the last couple of years. And like last year, I mean, the studios didn't necessarily win. You know, and that's the because yeah. the judges aren't given the information of who's submitting. Right. They're just watching the web series for what they are. You know, um, they're not given any information on, I mean, yeah, the cities, the countries, that sort of thing, but nothing, they're not sure, they don't know if they're independent or studios. Right. So they just judge them based solely on what they're watching. Very cool. So, and I love that because there's no, uh, you know, bending, you know, like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, like one way or the other, because I'm sure there could be a bias, like, for or against studios well, or independents, right? Like Where, they might think, oh, we don't want the studio to win because that's not fair to the independent. Or, you know, I don't know how their minds would think, yeah. but, the, I, or whatever, or it's a studio, which they should be really winning because they're a studio. Right. Like, I don't know, again, you don't know how they think. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think the judges are bigger than that, but you never know how you can get influenced. And, it's, right. yeah. and it is easy enough to be influenced. So, but yeah, so it's been, like I said, um, and the people that we're attracting, like I said, we've, got people coming in um, that have already booked their flights and tickets and they're tweeting, you know, from as, you know, as far as Italy. Australia's coming in this year. Like, these are the creators that have gotten their web series in. Yeah. So they're flying in from all over the country and from, you know, again, we're, we're as far as Australia and Italy and we got France flying in and, uh, you know, and I think it's just like I'm really proud of what we can bring to Vancouver as well. Now it's going to be snowing, so I don't know where their winter coats. <laughs> doesn't normally snow in Vancouver, but apparently this year. But you know, and then just the participation that they can have in the festival all weekend. Like we've got everything from workshops to parties, parties, St. Patty's Day party. Oh, nice. um, and then, you know, there's panels that they can, you know, attend. And we don't overlap anything because a lot of festivals, and we may change in time as, as we grow, but one of the biggest. Um, 
uh, drawbacks at, a, at, a, at a, again, a WebFest or this type is you got your panels going on in one room and your screenings going on in the other. So everyone's got this misconception that, oh, I can go see that on the web, which they can't necessarily because a lot of them have private links. They're not necessarily on YouTube. Um, sometimes they're just hard to find, even if you Google the name, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they, but they're like, oh, I want to go see the panels. And fair enough, because they're interesting. There's information that they can get from these panelists. Right. Because they're, that's what they're there for. So it's, it's a catch 22. Like right now we go back to back so people can see the screenings. They can be, attend the panels. They can attend the keynotes. And they're really happy with that, you yeah. know, but but as we grow, we're going to have to change things around or we're going to just be really one long festival back to back. You know? Right. So, but I mean, at this point, um, and then we're all, we're down at Granville Island at Performance Works and everything is in the festival. So even the parties, so nobody really has to go, where did they say the party was and find the, the venue <laughs> yeah. and go off and, you know, do right. the thing. So it's all local. That's nice. Yeah. For now, again, you know, as we, yeah. you know, but I mean, it's nice because, you know, we just sort of, and then people love the island, especially the tourists because they can go wander a little bit yeah. and get some fresh air, you know, and, and we've gotten some really positive feedback, mm-hmm. you know, but so again, it's, 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 and it goes fast. You, you know, you wake up Friday morning and next thing you know, it's Sunday night. It's like, yeah. how'd that happen? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. So how do you attract, um, I got many questions. How oh do you, no. How do you attract the, uh, multicultural, um, judges and how, how does all that work? Well, basically at this point, one of the things that I do, and I'm pretty much one of the only web fests that does is a lot of the other web fests and bless their hearts because we're all partners and you know we promote each other is they'll attend each other's festivals but I attend like MIPCOMs and MIPTVs and NATPs and VidCons and TIFFs and and I because I want to get the word out to all these other executives and stuff and say right. hey you heard of about a web fest a web series you know and you know and some are new you know like they've heard but you know and 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 they show ex- like a lot of interest in it, and then it's just a, about me, you know, selling it, you know, like right. saying you know you should be part of it, and they and they show extreme interest because now they want to know about the web festival, what it's all about, so and they want to see these web series because I tell them again just you know how extremely well done they are, like I mean they are quality that you wouldn't think you would think it would come from a studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine you that's know? one of the biggest challenges with promoting something like a web fest is mm-hmm. I, I think changing people's concepts of what a web series is yes. because you know they're even even myself like I I know I still have little bits like not not very much anymore but like little sort of stigmas about what like I think a web series is right yeah. and because I think there was a lot of just kind of crap that people were throwing up just whatever and and you know to mix, to mixed results right it was kind of the wild west in the beginning yeah no one knew yeah what was absolutely going on. And, and, and in some cases it still is yeah. you know yeah. and i think yeah and again the the um production values were quite low and but yeah. it, i think it was just they were just you know just figuring it out you know and, and and again some of them were um very new creators and and like i said now we get oh like again the the um the, the web series that we got when you look at who the directors are and they've directed like shows like um, Grey's Anatomy and ER and they're submitting their web series like that's pretty flattering like yeah. uh, you know and again well Jane Lynch you know from Glee mm-hmm. yeah. and you know and um, 40 Year Old Virgin yeah. well they submitted 
She's in a web series. Yeah. And that's the kind of people we're getting now that are submitting. Right. And if it's not somebody we know as an actor, you read the directors or the producers' bios and you're like, holy crap, they did all those shows like CSIs and, you know, shows that we know on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're submitting these series, you know? Well, I think it's because there is, like you're saying, there's a lot more creative freedom that can happen within the web the web, the web world forum. Yeah. And yeah. now it's also, it's starting to be able, you're able to actually make money off of web series. Now you don't necessarily have to have a web series picked up by a network and turned into yeah. like a network show in order for, although you that's to still actually, the goal for yeah. them. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Is, I mean, that's you know? still, I think that's, but it's not quite where it was before. Like I think a number of years back, the amount of money that would have been involved, like potentially just on a web only basis. Right was probably like next to nothing. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. And now it's like, Oh, actually like if you get enough people like watching your stuff, you can actually make a little bit of money. Well, And you know, and that's another thing. One of the workshops we've got this year is, um, uh, audience building or something. I, you know, sorry, I don't know that I'm going to the website, um, (laughs) under workshops. Um, but no, but it's, it's how to take, cause okay. You'll see, like one of the most phenomenal web series and you're watching going, Oh my God. Then you'll go to their YouTube page and they've got 236 views and you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But, um, but the idea is again, it's your marketing. It's like, okay, so you, you do all the work and you know, you get it up there and then that's it. Mm -hmm. You leave, it's not even that you leave it, but you, but you need, you know, do you need to know what to do next? Right. And, and one of the workshops we have that helps them do that. It's the audience building. Mm -hmm. And, um, because you'll go to another one. We've got this one coming in that came in from uh, Australia. It's called Wizard of Oz, like AUS. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, you guys! It's like, but it's got like, I, like their their series. Like each episode's got six hundred and thirty eight thousand views. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's crazy. And then, mm. um, you know, and and actually CBC's this is that submitted. You know, okay. have you you know this this oh you guys if CBC's this or that this is this or that. Is that I sorry, excuse but anyway, but it's just these guys and they they go on and they talk about um something. And, you, and if you catch that, like, and this is my problem if you catch it halfway through, you think it because they talk serious, right? But it's all bullshit, right? <laughs> and I remember listening to them one time and they were talking about those so, so that Canada could you know start making money that on our coins and I think on our dollars or like our, our bills that we'd start putting like we take the loony off. And we'd put on a logo from the States. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't remember what they were saying. And I was like, fuck, are they serious? Like, <laughs> they were talking because they, it's like they were interviewing somebody from the States that were like, yeah, yeah, no, we want to be on what you guys call the loony, you know, but yeah. we figured we'd take the loon bird off and we'd put our logo of, you know, Fox Studios on, you know what I mean? And I was like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, this is before I knew of the show. Yeah. Right. And, and apparently they get people who don't know calling in going, you can't do that. That's our money. That's our currency. You can't take the yeah. queen's head off and put, you know, some robot on there. Like, you know, cause Star Trek want, or um, Star, Star Wars wants to put Darth Vader on, you know, Yeah. but that's the way. And they were talking so serious as if they were interviewing anyway. So they submitted, right. I mean, it's a radio show, but they have, um, the video as well, you know, mm. the, you know, the webs like the, um, 
But anyway, so that's the kind of stuff we're getting, right? So it's just, I get, it's phenomenal, like I said, what you see um, out there. Yeah. Well, so. it's an interesting thing. I mean, media is changing, like, as we as we go through it and, like, just how we get it. And, and also the whole thing about the old guard of, like, always needing a name to sell something now is yeah. not so true. There was a show, uh, and I forget the name right now, but HBO picked it up. It was a web series. It's about a, a drug dealer that comes over to everybody's house, and then it, you kind of see the people he's about to go over to. Oh. It's such a good oh, web series. I wonder what it is, because I think I've probably heard of it. Oh, man, I'm forgetting, but I, I, my friend and I, we st- we literally, someone told us about it. We watched the first episode. We stayed at, I'm watching like, a watch whole show. We just watched the whole thing like, all night, because you know, it was like, you just binge watch it. Because you can. Yeah, and you it, know? Was, it was short episodes. They're only five to seven Th- minutes. There you go. Something like that. Yeah, and that's and, about normal. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know how many there were. There were at least probably six or eight or maybe there's 10 yeah. I don't know but it flew by it was like watching a great show on like Netflix or something like that and, and then and of course to the HBO next picked one. it up yeah. and, and it didn't even look like they shot it in New York but it didn't even look like it cost that much to shoot which I think is like brilliant because they took a really great story a really great concept it's kind of the way they do it like it's not just a drug dealer that comes over to people's houses what they do is and people will know this if they've heard of it, but you, you, you start with the people who are going to get the del- drugs delivered to them, and they're kind of oh, weird. Oh, yeah. oh, so you get their background <laughs> yeah. first. And then so he it's like shows us up sitting to around, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like right now, they're yeah. getting to know us, and yeah. then knock on the door. Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So, so and, we and, could be in an oh, episode. Oh, it's great. We could be in an episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> or this could be an episode. Yeah. And so, like, so your involvement prior to the festival with the arts are, are you coming from an acting or a writing no or I'm just kind of a- literally well I mean I've done like I said I did the web series I've done a couple uh, or not the web se- well the pilot and then I did a couple shorts and you know just did some um, producing and you know just on some other shows but prior to that yeah no my background's just business like oh okay you know like I owned um, property and in, in restaurants downtown and stuff like that you right know? and but it was like I said my buddy who um came to me because he's actually from the industry he's a steady can um, operator brad whitlock and he came to me and he he mostly wanted my money <laughs> <laughs> bastard but uh no but then but as we talked and i said well you know tell me tell me what you want you know tell me a little bit about what you're thinking and he got into this like you know what he started off there had been some other ideas but it escalated into doing this um dysfunctional casting agency right and um and it was very funny well, like I said we wrote it so, yeah. <laughs> so it, it just turned out that I wrote it with him and and um you know he ended up he was the director and but we produced it together like we did mostly because again it's a as you guys are aware you know a very small team like him and I you know mm-hmm. yeah. but you know we brought on some volunteers and and you know we did well because some of the local actors like John Tench came on board I mean he lives down in Ontario and these are you know um Bre- Brendan Beisner and a few others but they all came in and, you know, again, they all did it for free, you know, because, again, it was a pilot and, you know, and, and if, if it did get picked up and they got cast, I mean, that's what the chance you take, right? right yeah. But, yeah, no, so, no, prior to that, I had, I'm not from the industry at all. Right. In fact, I'd never even attested, t- attended a festival. You, you know what's yeah. really great about Before that? Before LA. <laughs> what's really great about your story with that, too, is that it just, it, you know, I think sometimes people 
you know, I talk to a lot of people in the film industry. A lot of people feel like they didn't start when they were like 15 years old or yeah. something. You know, it's like, you know, you can get into the industry at any time. Any and, time, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and there's like, and, and I think having a business background is extremely helpful yeah. because that's, that's where I find most filmmakers struggle. They don't understand the business side of just how the world works, like, no. let alone the film industry. And you know what, and yeah. you, you know what, I think you nailed it. And that goes back to the idea of they do these amazing series, they pop it on YouTube and then... And they don't market it. They don't they share don't, it. They don't know how to do, yeah. go to the next level, and right. and that's making a huge difference because, yeah. and again, it, and it's not like network or distribution companies or buyers or whatever are going to necessarily go on and say, oh, you've only got two hundred thirty six views. We're not going to pick you up. Like right. they're going to watch the show, but you know, but when they do have a following, you know, sometimes they do look at that, going, "There's something here. Let's look at it further." Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also. Um, distribution companies that will pick up shows and actually make them take them off YouTube because, and then because they're going to try and sell them, right. you know. Yeah. So it's it's a catch twenty two. That, that so. happened to a web series that I loved that came out years ago. It was called uh, the Impression Guys. Well, that one and sounds familiar. Yeah, actually. it was on. It was on. Um, I can't remember his name now. He was also from The Office. Um, yeah, because that, that and it was his sounds... channel on YouTube and. They had produced this show that was about these like real guys who were impressionists, who were actors in right. Los Angeles, and and some of the like they've gone off to do some other things. But the show they had like eight episodes or something just on YouTube, and they were like twenty two ep- twenty two minute episodes. Right. Oh wow. Oh yeah. yeah. They were the full and on. It yeah. was fantastic. The production value was great, and it got picked up. I don't know by who, but yeah. somebody picked it up. And, and then it never went anywhere, and just right? Disappeared. It disappeared. Mm. And it's been pulled down. Like you can't watch the originals. So yeah. And everyone's just like, uh, "What yeah, the hell's going on?" I remember. <laughs> I remember a story on that because that. Um, yeah, because a few people have talked about that, and I know. In fact, I know another um, company, distribution company, that did the same thing. It picked up some web series, funny enough, from our festival. So I know. That's why I know and. And they're like, you know, and they signed the deal and they're like, okay, we're going to take you off, you know, and it's all going to be private. So when we send, you know, to whoever, there'll be links, blah, blah, blah. And nothing was ever freaking done. Mm. So when the contract was over, these web series pulled out and trying to freaking market themselves again and get, get, get out there again. Cause they've been sitting in limbo for two years Yeah, and like, what a drag when if if anything, it could have just been fun and they could have just kept putting episodes up for the fun of it and just had a great following, yeah. right. you know, and then just sent it to their friends and family to watch, I don't know. Yeah. you know, but whatever the reasons, but they were like production stopped because they were waiting to be picked up and, mm-hmm. and, and it, it was a little bit of a bummer, but that was a few years ago now. So, I, and so now for instance, we've got, um, a speed dating and it's not about speed dating, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's, it's, um, you know, again, buyers, distributors meeting with the creators mm. and it's three minutes. Because oh. we figure in three minutes, because so if I'm, if right. I'm like doing, you know, a, a fantasy, but I'm meeting with CBC comedy, you know, the one, you know, well, yeah. we're probably just going to look into each other's eyes because, you know, they're not going to pick me up. Right. Yeah. But, but it's only three minutes. Then you move on. But then the next one comes across. It's a comedy. They're going to sell, you know, they're going to do their pitch. Right. And, yeah. and again, and it's, you know, and we've got again, um, you know, amazing people coming in like to do it. Like we've got the propagate, the Ben Silverman company coming in uh cbc comedy we've got uh like lark productions again um force four like amazing companies that are so interested in the web series we've got grb tv coming out of la you know um and 
and the idea is too is it's not necessarily about buyers and distributors, but it's also companies that are coming in as co-production. Mm. So I mean, because again, these web series are looking for you know the lottery type thing, right? And 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 that's what we're doing for them as we're trying to hook them up. And then for those who couldn't get into the speed dating, there's going to be this is St. Patty's Day, so there'll be the networking, and then it'll just go into the party. So there'll be lots of chances to meet these people. And then over the weekend, some of them are sitting on panels and stuff like that. Right. But even CB or um, Just for Laughs is sitting in there because they have a side of production where they're actually, in fact, we are doing a world premiere um, of Just for Laughs web series that just came out oh, on yeah. our awards night. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so they've now announced that um, Vancouver Web Fest will host their world premiere, which is pretty cool, yeah. you know, when you think about it. Um, and then one of the guys we have coming up from L.A., uh, he is, uh, Rob Perth is, Rod Perth is his name, and he's, like, been with, like, he's the one that got David Letterman to move over to CBS. You mm. know, he's, like, the CEO and president of NatPe out of Florida. You know, I mean, he's... Um, uh, you know the Muppets. Um, I just like Jim Henson. Yeah. Right. He ran his company. He was president of that company. So he's coming up because he's so interested in what we're doing in Vancouver. So even as our little boutique festival, I met him down at Napi, and, and apparently I intrigued him enough that he contacted me after and said, "I'm interested in your festival. I want to see what you guys are about." Hmm. So, I mean, all the festivals in the world, and he's coming up to see Vancouver Web Fest. Yeah. So, so these are the people that we're attracting because of the quality of the web series that we're getting in. And, yeah. and again, just where it's escalated over the last few years. Yeah. Well, as people are starting to realize that this the is potential. such an extraordinary yeah. platform. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's still, I, I would say, almost like on the ground level to a degree. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Like, I mean, it's, it's, because I mean, I, I remember going to a, a panel at in, I think it was in Banff at World Media Fest a, a few years ago. It might have been either just be, our, before our first year or just after. But I remember, and I was sitting at this panel, and there was, um, Google was there, and YouTube was there, and, you know, some of the big bigger players like that. And it's like they were talking in circles because nobody really knew what was going on or where it was <laughs> going. It's kind of like virtual reality right now. Like, we have a virtual reality panel, and... You know, um, you know, we've had meetings with them, and and they're not saying it in a bad way, but it's just so in its infancy that they're still trying to figure it out, like mm. where it's going to go, because it's still in an expensive kind of infancy that, like, a web series can't go and put virtual reality in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but that it's in a, you know it's just groundbreaking, and the same with like web series. I mean, they've been around probably ten, fifteen years or longer, but it's only been in the last few years that it's been like, oh. A website. Oh, wait a sec. Mm-hmm. This is it, you know. Right. So, and that's what makes it um, so intriguing, and in where the people are coming in, and where we're getting the attraction of, like, well, in fact, um, I got an email from Global today, Global TV, asking me to be on the Noon Hours News next week for an interview. Wow. Because it's just escalated to that point where it's like, okay, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. You know, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. So, whereas they wouldn't even look at me a couple of years ago, they're like, what, web, what? what? Well, web I guess series, everything's you know? kind of like that. It's like humble beginnings. Yeah. And that's okay too. And, yeah. it's, you know, you just work your way up and you, you know, you put in the blood, sweat and tears to show that this is something to, to keep going yeah. after, you know, right. and especially for the creators because it's about their dreams. Yeah. And it's about being able yeah. to, you know, put it out there and anything that they've ever had. Cause if they've tried to sell 
in the past, right? they're probably getting the door slammed in their faces, well, you know? Yeah, totally. You know what I think is really exciting about this time is the fact that there's people who are like out there creating something, yeah. you know? And I think like, um, especially Vancouver needs it more than just about any city because, you know, uh, you know, the history of Vancouver is that we have always been like the, the production has been created somewhere else and been brought here. Oh, you know, right. And yeah. so now it's a time of actually, I mean, there's a lot of talented people here. There's, there's oh, a God, whole yeah. infrastructure. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think you put it like a, a, on a number of podcasts back, you'd put it in this way. So it's like, like Vancouver is like this incredible, like dining room table. And like, you've got all the, like the China and the cutlery, yeah. everything's set out beautifully, but we're always waiting for somebody else to bring the food. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're all looking at our empty plates. Going, yeah. <laughs> going please make the food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> please looking, somebody. And looking, and yeah. looking at the door, thinking <laughs> yeah, someone. Exactly. Yeah. But it's true. But you know what? And, and you nailed it. I mean, and again, too, because a lot of, and you guys are well aware of this, of all the, you know, productions that are movies, everything that are done in Vancouver. And I actually wasn't aware of this till just recently that there's only, I forget the nickname of it, but something 60, like, but there's only like 60 actors. Oh, in, the Vancouver 60. Or, is that what, it, you know, where there's yeah. only really like 60 main actors that get the gigs, you know, and then mm. the others are, you know, they get the odd maybe, you know, spot on a show at yeah. one time only, like they play the doctor on that show or whatever, you know, and, and that's cool too, but it doesn't get you to where you want to go. However, you know, you got to keep following your dreams and you could get that break, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that and that's where it comes in that, and, and that's where it kind of sucks with us too because, and I'm not to, you know, but it's like because we're an international festival, you know, we take in the web series from around the world, including BC, including Vancouver, mm-hmm. but again, they all go to the screeners and then they all go to the judges, right? And so, uh, for instance, we only have seven, only seven BC web series got in. Mm. Now, trust me, I don't know how many, I mean, I, if, in my head, I don't remember exactly how many submitted, but nothing would make me happier to put them all in. But I, I mean, I can't do favoritism because no, of course not, it's yeah. only going to make us look bad and, other, and then yeah. the rest of the world isn't. Now, the only other thing I thought of, because again, I'll also lose um, people coming to the festival because they're like, why the hell would I? My web series didn't get in. I don't mean they don't have attitude, but yeah. I don't blame them. Like what? Other than my, my big thing is, is for these creators who didn't get in and they could have just been out by a point one. Like again, it's what the judges and, mm-hmm. or sorry, the, the screeners and the tallies that, cause everything gets sent to our legal firm. Cause right. we don't touch any of the numbers or anything. Everything, you know, this, everybody's the screeners, everything gets sent there so that it's all done right. And is it done, so, just so I can stop for one second, is yeah. it all done mathematically? Like, there's yeah, a point so, system, and yeah, so if you're on a higher pointage, yeah. you basically win. Okay. You're in. So, the, the uh. screen, you know, the, when they're being screened and they're going through all the the websites, you know, they've got everything from, you know, there's the different categories up until, like, you know, even actors are graded and actresses in cinematography, because we've got those categories, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, no, it's a tough one. So, the, so fast mm-hmm. forward... Only seven got in from BC, and then we had some others from across Canada. But you know, it's like, how do I represent BC and and bring it out? And one of the things that we were talking about is just having a BC day next year, one day before the festival, and just doing you know having all the creators come down and say going down the Rio or something like that, and just showing even one or two episodes. Like you, as you guys are aware, you can't sit and watch, you know. Mm-hmm. But just to celebrate them because they might not have gotten in by like point one 
one, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And again, it didn't mean that they weren't good, but we could only let 60 in. Like again, yeah. if we extended our festival, well, seven out of sixty—that that's pretty good. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, that means that we did over ten percent of the films. That, I mean, that's pretty good and for that, any festival, especially if you're international. Yeah, and again, and you know, and it was all done. Like I said, I there was ones I was like, oh man, that one, didn't, you know. But it's like, but I want them to come down because not only, not to see, and and this isn't meant to be negative, but not to see why they didn't get in because again. They could be as good or better in their minds than some of those out there. Sure. It all depends because we've all got our opinions on what we think is good. Yeah, you know um, what you know what you like in a comedy and what I like could be two different things. Like yeah. I'm not a Monty Python fan, but my husband loves it. I'm like you're weird, but, <laughs> but you know, um, but you know, there's there's things that make me laugh. Like I'm a Modern Family fan. You know what I mean? Mm. And so everyone's got their you know, and even whether even if it's horrors or you know any any of the dramas even like so. So that's why we're very careful and we have quite a few screeners so that we can, you know, really, you know, take the average because, again, it could go from here to here depending on what your tastes are. Yeah. But they do come in knowing that they've got to do it properly. And, right. And so, um, but bottom line is, is because of this, you know, we want to we wanna recognize, in fact, we brought in a Best of BC award this year. Okay. You know, because oh, nice. we had Best Foreign, I mean, we have the categories, like the genres, but we also have Best Foreign, Best... Um, Canadian best overall and then we thought let's celebrate BC so we've got a best of BC and um, but like I said just to even bring in the community and you know have a free screening like so nobody has to pay yeah. I'm talking like you know say maybe middle of the year even or you know sometime and just and just show these creators how much we appreciate their hard work and getting the word out to them and, and for them you know and just you know, and they can invite friends, family. We put it all over social media. We invite everyone and their dog, you know, mm-hmm. and just to check it out and just bring awareness to what what Vancouver's doing and how well they're doing. Yeah. You know, so, but it is, I am bummed out because I'm like, you guys, come down and network at least. Like, there's a ton of people you can meet. There's, again, distributors. Like, because in the first year, there was um, a web series that didn't get in, but they were gracious enough to come down and hang out because some of their friends got in, and that's cool. Yeah. Well, they met a distributor and got picked up. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? And they didn't even get into the festival. So what yeah, a riot, yeah, right. right? Yeah. So you never know who you're going to meet. And again, and, and even just listening to the distribution panel and listening to the, you know, um, the propagate dude, you know, it, those are the things that they could learn. And maybe just come see the series and see what's out there and what else is going on. Yeah. You know, get so that I would, inc- yeah. And I mean, so I'd encourage them to, and there's free popcorn for yeah, God's sake. Free popcorn. Right? I mean, yeah. Oh no, wait, free massages. Free massages. Free massages and free popcorn. Wait, and, and, um, Can you eat Pocket Live will be there. Oh yeah. And you oh, guys yeah. will be there. And we'll be there. Right? Yeah. Now can you are, because I've got you. Maybe like, you could be on our show. We can talk I've about your web series. So listen, this is what I'm dying to know. Okay. And I would be. So if I don't ask. Answer, you'll die. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's over right now. But uh, as a young filmmaker, I would have been really interested. As I never actually got the answer. What 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 does someone who submits a web series? What are they calibrated on? Like um, uh, rated on when they submit? Like you said, actors, actresses. Definitely. You know. So I mean, they do everything from to you know. I mean, in the case of like, and again, the standards are getting a little higher because it's been a few years now. But yeah. We, everything, yeah, from the writing to the cinematography to the to the lighting even. Okay. Like you can have the best acting and the best everything and the camera work sucks. Right. The lighting sucks. It's, the mic sucks. You know what I mean? Like we've had some great ones, but I don't know where they put their mic, but it it was like they were, I wouldn't say the echoing. What's it called when they're, it feels like they're in the background. I don't know, you know, but it was just, so you just pretty much everything. So it's like the, 
So you're trying to find a balance, a balance type of film. Yeah. So like, um, you know, in my experience, I mean, this is what I'm curious about. In my experience, sometimes you have a, a really great story mm-hmm. and maybe it's not like it's acted well, it's a great story, but it's not shot as well. It's not lit as well. Yeah. How does something like that compete in something like a web fest like yours? Like, cause I mean, sometimes those are the best things made. Exactly. And so you look at them and you go, I mean, from a producing or financing side, you go, well, this is great. Yeah. Let's just make it better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas something else might look really good, but the story's super. Oh, weak. no. And trust yeah. me, those don't get in either. Right. So, and we have, to be honest with you, um, let in the ones that, Again, the acting is phenomenal, the writing, the everything, but say they had low lighting. I mean, right. it's using, they have gotten in because we look at it like, again, it is a web series. It's an independent. There is, you know, it's the quality's there. And I mean, but now with, I mean, the competition is getting stiffer. So yeah. we encourage people to really, you know. So where would you like, so there's some young filmmaker, I'm sure listening on here going, okay, I'm going to, I'm submitting to this festival next year. Um, and they're looking at, okay, when I put my web series together, what's the advice you would give them to say, like, focus on this, on your web series. Like, these are the things that you really want to look for when you go forward. Right. Because I think what happens for a lot of young filmmakers is that they don't, they, they want to make a good film, but they also don't always know where to put their focus. Fair enough. You know and I mean? well, cause they don't have the team because yeah, they don't have a team because they're know, new, they're young. And some and, of these guys yeah. are probably like teenagers or, oh, yeah, you know, or like, like early college and yeah. stuff. And they're, they're just, yeah, they're expanding the horizons, but where it would be is definitely the writing. Like, I mean, but sometimes the writing can be excellent, but it's how it's executed. Right. And the actor themselves. So, yeah. I mean, th- to be honest, I mean, it is tough because it's a, like, there's so many elements, but yeah. Because again, we've seen like phenomenal writing, but the acting sucks, you right. know, or yeah. or the editing. Like so, so right now, you know, I'm talking and the camera's pan to me, and then we, you know, and and it doesn't mean that it necessarily has to turn to you when you're talking. Because sometimes they want to see the expression on my face, but hear your voice in the background. Totally. Or, and then you know, then we cut, and then we cut over to you. What you know, mid sentence in some ways because it makes it interesting. You don't have to wait for me to stop and then cut yeah. to you because that's boring yeah it's like just be creative and find something that works and interesting and then again one of the things that we notice is if you know so the close-up of me right now and then and then it cuts to you because they want to see how happy you are to be talking to me right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, yeah, right. <laughs> and then and then and then it cuts back to me because i'm so funny and but now it's the full-on <laughs> view so you know just right. the different camera angles and shots right. and and that's what I'm finding interesting, um, and that's where I think when when the, the, they're watching it, is it keeps your your um, interest because it's changing up so much because right. it can get boring. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a good story and even if it's good actors. So you know, just the the and then the editing too. Like, where are you editing and how and how are you changing it? So so those are those are big. And again, I mean, the story and the acting those are just kind of no brainers. You right. know what I mean? Um, but again, and then and like we still do take into consideration the fact that, you know, is there potential for this? And would would somebody, you know, who's watching it see, okay, so they had crappy lighting. That's just, you know, one of those things. But holy, like everything else was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. we've had those. Mm. So it is very possible. Yeah. But again, the standards are getting higher and higher. So um, basically, do, do a few practice ones. You know, I mean, yeah. my idea would be, even if it's the same one, but kind of do them over there. And actually, come to Vancouver Fest and watch and see so you know right. what's out see there. See what's winning, see what's see working. What's, yeah, see what's working and see what's, you know, where it's going. And again, remember, these are independents too. They're, they're 
coming up with their own money. So, so um, when people, another question I have, so if people win, do you guys have like a website where they're marketed or like shown like with their awards so that people could go, okay, well this year these people won. I'm going to go check out their yeah, stuff yeah. and try so, to get access yeah, to Yeah, we it. put up videos of um, of the winners um, like afterwards. So like at our awards ceremony, it's, it's we in fact, last year it was tweeted out, it's like being at the Oscars of WebFest because <laughs> we make a big deal. So we've got presenters coming out for the trophies. We've got an MC, like a host for the night um so say um outcome you know two people and they'll start off by you know you know introducing and then they'll be like okay so we're you know um you know for best actor act or sorry best action adventure and then what we've done is you turn to the to the big screen and there it's been made up as all like a, a mini clip of the show the name the, con- the city and country you know, and then it goes into the next one. So little, little, you know, like 15, mm-hmm. 10 second, five second, 10 second of all of action adventure with, with a voiceover actually saying, you know, so-and-so from this country. So a professional voiceover. And then at the end, it'll say, and the winner is dot, dot, dot kind of thing. And it'll go back to the presenter. They open up the envelope and they pull out the winner and they announce it. And of course we won't be like the Oscars. We won't give them the wrong <laughs> but there won't be two names no so they'll you know they'll they'll say you know action adventure and you know in touch would they're there to accept otherwise we'd accept accept on their behalf and then i do mail out the trophies to the countries Mm -hmm. you know to the um you know wherever it's you know wherever they are are. are winners like um like uh posted on your website yeah so what we'll do is we end up doing a right afterwards um we post those videos that i just showed so you can see all the official selections and the winner is and then um and then their logo and their poster and stuff like that. And now, now to be honest, I'm not going to lie, we haven't in the past put up their their links per se for no other reason, but I think, you know, I just don't think we thought of it, to be honest. But, yeah. I mean, you can Google it and stuff, but some of them, again, you can't because they're private. Let's say if it's, right. you know, but not always, like 90% of them are mm-hmm. YouTube or their own website or whatever. So, yeah, so that you can easily go in and watch it afterwards, you know what I mean? And right. um so yeah, and, and and you know we do make a, a really big deal about it, and we do put it up within a few days. It doesn't necessarily go up the next day, but within a few days, yeah, um, it gets put up just so that people can go on, and then we social media it out so those who couldn't make it. Um, we did. We were thinking about live streaming last year. Oh yeah, the awards ceremony, but yeah, it didn't work out. No, <laughs> but live streaming is hard. So yeah. mind you, we if, if um, Pocket Live's there, yeah, right. then who knows? I mean, they're Have they're it. up and coming, oh, yeah. right? Totally, we could get them to live. Okay. Well, you can get a, you can get us live streamers to come and walk around Dude. your festival. And well, and you could also live stream the awards. Yeah, right. Because I'll yeah. be up there. No, I'm just kidding. It's not about me. Um, oh, that could be good. Okay, yeah. we'll talk. Yeah, but we'll you know, talk. and that's just it. And that, like you said, this is just it. Like live podcast the winners. Like how cool would that be? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and again, um, a lot of the people do show up, and it's nice to be able to actually hand the trophy over. They love to do the speech. And then they go off the stage, they go around, they get interviewed, like Novus is coming in this year to do interviews. We've got Shaw coming in to do interviews, um, some the live pod, you know, the other some podcasts like you guys, whoever. But And, um, you know, so they, they're in the back getting the photos and then the interviews, and then they go to back to their seats and stuff like that. And, like, for instance, our awards, like, so the, um, the chairman of the, the Directors Guild of Canada, BC, he gives out Best Director. Yeah. Um, yeah, Peter uh, Heyman, who's the director of the executive director of IATSE 669 of cinematographers, will give out best. So you know we've and then and then some of these other people, like I was saying, that are coming up 
from like just for laughs, Eric Lapointe is going to be giving out best comedy. Funny enough, with CBC Comedy will be up there. So it's two comedies giving out best comedy. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of fun, right? Yeah. In fact, um, I got just for laughs is moderating the CBC Comedy panel. So you know, it's just you know, it's again, it's all about being friends and loving yeah. each other. You know, mm, totally. not that they're in. Well, I don't think they're in competition. They're two different kinds of people. You know, yeah. or, or, fest, or whatever they are, those right. people. You know, so you know, and and it's a, again just and then again we've got the party that follows, like the gala that far, follows, and you know everyone can just hang out and be happy, and then or sad. <laughs> <Just Yeah. kidding. laughs> but the fact that they're official selections, you know, it's I think it's still kind of cool. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So I mean, it, there's so there's this whole social atmosphere to the to the to the festival and the environment. So how does it go? Like, um, you said it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's like a yeah. Friday thing. Yeah, yeah. So how does like day one, day two, day three go? How does it all evolve? Well, basically, I mean, what we've done for the Fridays is made them just pure workshops. So okay. and again, that like for instance, we've got um, Friday morning at ten. Like we open the doors at nine thirty. Free coffee and donuts. Mm. Um, and popcorn. Did I, say? <laughs> Did I say popcorn? Oh, and popcorn. wait a sec, wait a sec, I forgot to tell you, free hugs. Oh, yeah. I'm the hugger. <laughs> Hashtag hug. Um, so uh, that's like I'm on a receiving line when people leave. I'm like, I like hugging. I'm yeah. from Alberta. I'm a hugger. Yeah, that's good. So you notice I haven't been, the trucker mouth hasn't come out much. <laughs> no, right? no. Damn. You would miss that bread and oh, yeah, 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 discussion yeah. about trucker mouth. You know, trucker, uh, you know, but that's okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so so we start off virtual reality. Come in for two hours, and you know they, we've got um, three local guys and one um, VR America's coming up from LA, and they all have their different aspects of talking about you know VR, right? Which is great. And then afterwards, they're gonna go set up in the the tent, and people can come and check it out and try it out. And then you know, and then it follows off with like again, Adobe's coming up to talk about their Creative Cloud. Like we've got, and then uh, the the legal. Um, the le- we've got our again our legal panel that gives advice because people are so afraid. What if their ideas get stolen? What mm. if their their title of their web series gets stolen? Because that's happened. Mm. We had a web series a couple of years ago. I think it was called. Oh, I can't remember anyways, but it's called Parked now. But um, and I don't know if it was Canadian or American, but a TV like a network stole their name. Mm. Like, because mm-hmm. they'd, they'd actually met with the girl and talked about the web series and not only stole the name, kind of stole the web series. So she felt ripped off, right? right and then yeah. why shouldn't yeah. she? So she changed the name and stuff. But point is, so this, this it's everything from beginner people that are just there to advance because he takes a lot of questions. So if you're, you know, if you've got a lot of experience, but you want to know a specific question that this is all, you know, beginners kind of talk, he'll answer anything. So he's there for about an hour and a half. And then we've got, uh, again, like I, um, the one on how to help create an audience or, you know, up your audience. And then we, we've got the speed dating and then we go into the party. So that's the Friday. Mm. And it's, it's back to back for the most part. Like, you know, there's a little bit of breaks, of course, because there has to be. But Saturday and Sunday are about the screenings, the panels, parties, yeah. <laughs> screening. And so, again, uh, 9 a.m., you know, we've got back to back screening blocks. We've got MCs that will come out. And they'll introduce what you're going to be seeing. And I mean, it's all in the program as well, but it's just nice to have, you don't just go in the theater and sit down and watch. And then what they do is they'll bring up the creators that have been able to show up to attend the festival for just a quick Q&A so you can put a face to the name. Because it's nice for later when you're networking because you've seen something and you're like, oh, okay, now I can, later on we can connect. Yeah. You do it for whatever reason, but it's, I just love to give these creators, you know, some recognition, you know, and, and get their faces out there. And, 
so then, you know, and then we've got the uh, distribution panel where, again, we've, you know, Just for Laughs, Sika TV and GRB Entertainment will be on. And do you guys know um, Machinima? Yeah. Well, we're talking to them, so we're hoping oh, to get huge. them up. So yeah. they're just, because they're down at South by Southwest, so they're seeing if they can have somebody come up. So they'd be on that panel as well. So fingers crossed, oh, you know? Awesome. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, and then like I said, uh, Propagate... Um, Content they'll be coming up to do. He's the keynote, and like oh, and in between, so a couple more screenings, keynote, couple more screenings, and then into our karaoke night, everybody, <laughs> um, and then our game show, cause our game show, New and game show yeah, and you know that's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. you got to live, you got to do that. Got to do the live oh, show and the game show. Yeah, please, I, lo- I love you guys forever because it's gonna be mental. I mean, awesome. in a funny way. Um, and then and then that's it. Party till we get kicked out. Um, and then we, um, and everybody gets like, there's a free drink ticket for all the parties. It's 20 bucks to get in, you know, just at the parties where you get a free drink ticket, you get like, it's just, you know, it's about the fun and stuff. And then uh, Sunday screening block, um, CBC comedy. I know I saw Kitty. I've got one at home <laughs> and then uh, screening block and then the YouTube afternoon. Yeah. And, uh, and again, we've got some really great local people for the YouTube and then, uh, Lisa, you know when names just escape you. No, no. But anyway, she's got a couple million followers. She's a big, she's a big deal. Right. Mm. I want to say, oh, S C A. Anyway, <laughs> go on the website and check her out. But and then and then uh, we go into our awards. Like six thirty doors open, red carpet, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, and then we just go into the awards with the C B C or sorry, um, just for laughs. Um, world premiere and then in, you know so it's a, it's a pretty fun night and then we kick everyone out at 11 go away we have to clean up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kidding oh no actually they can stick around and help oh there you right? go yeah stick around right? you, might, you might have a deeper Free conversation beer people yeah. you know yeah. and popcorn <laughs> and, <laughs> there's any absolutely. Left over. and hugs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they'll get one yeah. of those for sure so yeah so that's it in a nutshell as far as the weekend goes I mean again we do have on, like vancouverwebfest.com um if you like along the menu at the top, we have to update our web ser- or um, web page, by the way. But if anyone knows who to do those, what's that new web page everyone's using? God, you guys would know. I it. don't know. Yeah, you would know it. <laughs> you, anyways, it's the one that you scroll down and it's really easy. But anyways, we're, but you go across to the old-fashioned ones where the you know the menus at the top. Go to festival info drop down. It will show just like the schedule, so it'll just give you like back-to-back schedule, and then you can actually click on workshops and read about them. You know what I mean? I yeah. click on panels and read about them. So one is just the schedule so you can see the whole three days in a in a glance kind of thing. And then the other one gives you information on the panelists and their, yeah. their background, bios, who they're with, right. photos. Cause, you know. And yeah, so I mean, and again, it's, it's pretty cool. Like I said, the one thing, again, the positive feedback we've gotten in the past is that we don't run anything. We don't two-tier it. Like it's all back-to-back so people can see the screenings. They can go to the panels and they don't feel ripped off. Yeah. May change in the future, but I right now we can do it, so we do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's great. Do you do you have any more questions about the web series itself? I feel like I'm I'm I have lots You're of questions. Dominate. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I've just I I've just been enjoying listening. I know, to right? Yeah. I'm, I, but that's good though, because yeah, I love the questions. Yeah, it shares the love. Yeah, totally. Um, well, so so like uh, so, there's sixty per year that get in right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, just again, because we're limited for time, is because we don't mm-hmm. do anything. But so about sixty out of, oh man, like I said, we had twenty seven countries submit, I, and we had hundreds of submissions. Yeah. You know, from around the world, and it was like I said, it, we got the feedback we got back from the screeners and the judges was how extremely difficult it was this year. And some of the judges mm-hmm. 
had come on. Like we got a lot of new ones, but we had a couple judges from last year, so they were, and they said the quality that came in this year made it extremely difficult. Mm. Like they had to kind of go back and really nitpick, you know, because. Right. You know, I mean, and, and again, because of, of the things that are coming in, and they don't know, again, if it's studio or, you know, they might, like, somebody who knows this is that or whatever that, you know, they would know that that's CBS, or CBC, sorry. Um, but for the most part, they wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Even if with Jane Lynch, if they didn't happen to know who she was, what is, um, it's not a studio, it's an independent, first yeah. of all. I mean, she just happens to be an actress in it, right? Right. So, but yeah, so it's it's tough. But I'd like to, I would truly like to have, I'd like to have more screenings because you know how even you know VIF, they show something like four hundred shows over two weeks or something like that. I mean, just to give exposure. So even if they weren't official selections, just to have screenings somewhere, like even if they're free, so that people can can be introduced to these web series. I, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would love that. But I mean, we'd have to have the audience that would come out and watch them because everyone's like, what's a web series? Yeah, right. You know and. And even, again, the word free doesn't... I mean, it can work in some cases, popcorn, but it, it doesn't necessarily work in others because they're thinking, well, if it's free, it must not be that good. Right, yeah. yeah. And that, you know... And it's even... It's funny enough because we have, you know, really reasonable price for the festival. Like, we've got, like, if you want to just go to a, a sc- uh, screening is 10 bucks or a workshop's 20 or you can buy a day pass or you can buy the weekend pass. And the weekend pass is 150 Canadian, and I say that because, of the, you know, they, the Americans and all of them think it's a steal, you know, three bucks American for the weekend, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, a dollar a day. Um, but it's only like, you know, it's like 50 bucks a day. I mean, and it, I know it all adds up and this is where we're trying to be really reasonable with these creators. Cause we know there's a lot of them that don't have the money. Um, but however, it costs us money to run the festival. So it, it's kind of one of those things that I wish it could be a free festival. Mm-hmm. Now, if we could ever get, you know, sponsors and say the big buck sponsors, who knows, maybe, like, screenings will become free because I think that would be important to, you know, get the, the butts in the seats and have people, you know, view these web series and have them create bigger audiences, yeah, you right. know? So where do you where do you see the future of this going? Where do you want it to go? Well, what I like, I mean, my, my vision for the festival itself, like, I'm really proud of where it's gone. Um, my team's been absolutely amazing. You know, I've had a lot on for, since the beginning, you know, and, so, you know, come and go and stuff, but is you know we're like with the bringing in the virtual reality and bringing in the youtube is i would like to expand the festival itself to have other elements to it where it can still shine on the web series creators but also bring in like kind of the web world you know like again the mm-hmm. online world of there's more to it than just the web series and what that will do is it will attract a bigger audience to actually see some of the other things and then it overlaps into each other because like I was saying, virtual reality is in its infancy and people are talking in circles with it. Like mm-hmm. they were web series a few years ago. Right. right. And everyone, you know, everyone's an expert <laughs> of, of virtual reality yeah. because I know nothing about it. So if you're going to tell me, I'm like, really? That's yeah. cool. I wouldn't know if you're bullshitting or not. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. You know, I've tried on the glasses. They're cool. You know, yeah. But again, and that's the nice thing is so, so bringing these different elements in and like, I wouldn't even mind bringing, you know, again, online content in the sense of having a, a commercials, maybe um, music videos, like, you know, other categories or other, you know, elements to it. But I don't need to be like a South by Southwest. That's not really appealing to me. Yeah. I would still like to keep it somewhat contained 
but have it full days, you know, yeah. almost have and make it like almost a carnival out of it, like right. have rides out, so merry go rounds. But always, and I have I have the fun element to it too, where there's like yeah. lots of networking opportunities and fun things going on during, you know, because you may not be interested in all the screenings or that panel, but you want I, I want these people to have other things to do, so they're not just kind of wandering aimlessly bored because they're not from the city right you yeah. know kind of thing yeah. and not that they can't go so a lot of them go check out the city too and that's awesome because we when when i'm promoting the festival for submissions from around the world i promote vancouver like crazy like i show the beautiful photos i show the things to do in vancouver because if they're going to come all this way i hope they add a couple of days on each end of the festival to check out our city right mm-hmm. it would, so you know we i you know i promote um whistler like anything to do with you know that you know, that they can get something out of it and make their trip worth their while. Yeah. I think it's extremely important. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and again, the na- the city's name is in our title. So, yeah. you know, I think it only benefits the festival, the more people we can attract to Vancouver, you know. So, <laughs> one, not this year, which I should have because of our snow, but last year I put up a photo of sailing and I put up a photo of skiing and I'm like, come in March, you can do both, right? <laughs> yeah. This year it'll be making snowmen (laughs) and wear your bloody winter clothes that's what we should do I should get a sponsor to sponsor parkas so when people and earmuffs so when people show up with their jackets on from California going WTF I forgot to check the weather I could say well here complimentary parka Vancouver yeah. Web Fest right? <laughs> that's what I should do I should get a bunch of hoodies in and hand them out to all these poor suckers that came out, you know from these ho- Australia's coming in it's their summer right now yeah. yeah. so I said to the guy dude it's cold he's like that's okay it's too hot here right now I'm like, I mean we're gonna go from 40 he's probably in the 40s somewhere because I think he's in Queensland and yeah you know, down to like what three degrees next week. He'll still be wearing shorts. I know. Well, Aussies always wear shorts. Doesn't matter. Well, what, what so the does Vancouver. Like. My post people show up in shorts, and I'm like, the girl was delivering stuff yesterday, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then my dog licks their legs to <laughs> so it serves them right because they'll stand there talking. My bulldog will go out and just, and I'm like, sorry about that. And they're like, oh, that's fine. You know, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I'd want a dog licking my legs, but whatever works for you. you know? So yeah, so they will. They'll be wearing their, you know, their parka with their shorts. You know, so right. But yeah, no, it'll be. But like I said, it's just a matter of attracting, like you said, of you know, how can we get people to the city? Yeah, yeah, totally. You know. Um, Evan, do you want to, I'm almost done my beer, man. Yeah. Do you want to talk a yeah. little bit about it? And I, you, you know, straight vodka. But, uh, <laughs> I also, I also want to just, just mention, I know that you, uh, you have a bit of a time constraint. Oh yeah. And we've well, probably that's okay. hit, uh, hit around oh, okay. We're doing that, that, that time, but if you want to keep talking. Oh yeah. We'll and I can, dude. It. I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, okay. Well, you know what? I think for the young filmmakers or the filmmakers in general who are, who are getting into web series, like what's so at this festival like what are the ranges of length for episodes oh well our max is 20 okay just so because again, an episode an episode yeah so and they, two minutes to 20 minutes okay two minutes to 20 minutes so they submit like do some people submit multiple episodes and some people submit like just one episode well How does to, it work? to submit they actually have to submit minimum three so we've got something to watch and we know what oh, to go okay. on now grand oh and speaking of that um one of the other things we were thinking about bringing in is a, a pilot um category Okay. Whereas then, obviously, they just submit a pilot, but but they have to have minimum of three episodes. So again, we've got to base it on something, right. and it's right. only and then to be honest, it would only make it fair to them too. Otherwise, they you know 
because you can't really judge one episode. It's like kind of hard because then you get into the characters and the stories and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, so they got to submit three minimum. I mean, and then what they do is when they submit, they can put their link on, and there could be ten episodes, or they can have three seasons, and it's up. If, it's, if the um, screeners want to watch them all just for their own FYI or they're into it or it's so good, because I've even done that. I've gone on and watched a, um, you know, I, I wanted to see something because one of my screeners asked me something. So, I, you know, the next thing you know, I'm watching all the freaking episodes. I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I, I do, but I don't. But, you know, and so, yeah. but so two minutes. And again, sometimes two minutes are fun. Yeah. Like it just, because they do it so well that you want, you push the button to watch the next. But again, average is truly about seven to 12 minutes. And if it's over, so they can submit one. Um, they can submit two up to 20 minutes. Let me put yeah, it that way. So right. if yours are 12, 15 minutes each, you can only submit one. It's just, we don't have time, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 right. And then what we do is, again, they come to on show, stage to show at yeah. the festival itself. Yeah. And oh, and one of the things we do with our screening blocks, what makes it fun is I've gone to um, festivals where um, they'll do an all comedy and all drama and all documentary and all reality. And it's freaking boring. Like seeing the same thing back to back, uh, and again, mm, you find to mix funny. It up. Oh. Okay. So you know, we're down in LA, and there was oh, it was painful. Because <laughs> again, you want to laugh. Because like ours was a comedy, and of course everybody laughed, so that was yeah. good. But but you want to laugh because it's a comedy, but it's not your type of comedy. I don't know. Right. Everybody again, everyone's got their what they think is funny, right? Yeah. So that would, to me was a huge eye opener. And and again, I remember this one guy saying he didn't really he didn't think he would like it, and then he came to the festival, he watched, and he he liked the idea that. There was a documentary from Brazil, and then there was a, com- um, a comedy from Toronto, and a drama from LA, and a, you know, and and we mix it up countries, you know, um, genres and length. Mm. Okay, and then so then he came to ours and he saw it, and then he went to um, another festival, and he his was I think he was was in the reality documentary, and and he went and he goes, okay, yeah, that was awful. It was you know because again you you might not be in it, right. and also people. If you're if you're submitting a, a drama, you may not go sit in the documentary screen because you don't care and you don't know anybody and none of your friends are in there. Right. So whereas this is an you know an, an eye opener because you're going to see stuff you may never have seen before. Right. You know and and again you're watching the different um, genres and, and it's like like he even said it, he was, he was he was pleasantly surprised by enjoying like and he brought up documentaries because I think like I said he was reality well I don't know I think in our first year we did reality you know, slash documentary because we weren't sure how many submissions we were going to get and stuff like that. And now we've since split it because of the amount of submissions we get for both. And it's also fair too, because documentaries are so different than realities, right? So what's a, what, so what is like, what is a reality, like a reality TV show? Yeah. It's a reality TV show kind of, yeah. yeah. So a documentary would, as you know, they'd be doing their investigative work and it'd be scripted to some degree, obviously in reality, Reality is somewhat scripted too, so there's that kind of fine line. But like for instance, um, you know, we've got a a, um, a reality that's come in, and it's you know Kay Cottrell, and she does a garden show. So it's just you know it's a garden show. It's reality. She's she just shows you how to plant. Th- I mean, it's a it's a beautifully well done show. Like she's you know she's brilliant on how she does it, but it falls into the reality because mm. she's it's not a documentary that she's going to go in and talk about that flower and where it came from. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She may throw it in her sentence. So, so or reality's something. more lifestyle. Almost. More lifestyle, like yeah. you know, like well, you know, our realities that you see, like the Big Brother. Reality. Yeah, what big is this? Okay, so I did a a reality back a few years ago through um, Paperny Films, right? And it was called Crash Test Mummy. Yeah. And I got to go 
babysit my friend's kids. <laughs> and I was, I was like not That's married scary. and not, and not a mom. <laughs> so they, in the interview, cause they were picking between three people that would go do this. Cause she had to give three names. They asked me, you know, what's your biggest fear about looking after, because it was a three and a five year old and well, two and a half ish. And he was still in diapers. So they said, what's your biggest fear, you know, babysitting these kids, right? You know, and you'd think, like, fires happening, getting them out in time, shit. I'm like, no change in their fucking diapers, right? <laughs> like, not, you know, not, you know, and, and, I, and I said, and, it, you know, but it was true. And I said, of course, and not swearing around them because Kim would want me to swear, right? Yeah. But so, you know, so we did this interview. So they made, they, okay, because here's reality for you. So they made sure, so they said, oh, we asked the network if you could swear, we'll just bleep you out because I, I tried not swearing for two weeks to get out of the habit yeah. you know so they no 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 we want you to swear you yeah. know so anyways so and then you know they had me renovating her kitchen because this is if you were to look after your friend's kids for the weekend this is every you would be doing all this for your friend so yeah I renovated her kitchen because you know we had a garage sale we had like 12 little toddlers show up for a pizza party and um oh and their friend's house was being fumigated so they were bringing over their pet and you'd think it's a cat or a dog and a tarantula shows up <laughs> but they were hoping that I'd be like like just freaking out about that and I was like oh cool and then the little kids were like what so anyway so I, I sort of pushed them back so they wouldn't knock the tarantula out of the cage so because I didn't react the way they wanted of right. course they had to edit it so Mm. So they cut out the cool part, you know what I mean? And then they slow motion me going, no. <laughs> that's reality. Oh, my God. You know, and then, you know, and then, and then off camera, they, they said, if they write, you know, so welcome to my world. So, yeah. then off, so I thought I was off camera and they said to me, so, you know, if, if um, you know, what, what would you say if, you know, if you could and, you know, what would you call the kids? And I said, little cocksuckers, right? And they were filming me. Oh my God. And so they bleeped me out and I was like, but they edited it so that it made it look like I called them that. I'm like, oh. so I had, oh to tell, I had to tell Kim, I'm like, I never called them that. Like, I mean, anyways, yeah. it was one of those, uh, welcome to reality. You yeah. Know? The reality. The reality. reality. And then I should do a reality, reality show on about reality. how they make reality let's, TV. Let's, Absolutely. Let's That's a that good idea. Series. Yeah, we should. Well, it's like, and then you see the, the, the um, what's the... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm bachelor, right? Yeah. So you yeah. see some of these people going afterwards on interviews. And I remember one girl who she just was hoping to get kicked off. She hated the guy. She didn't want to be picked. But um, what they did is she said, if you look at my dress, they keep cutting different scenes where I'm, I'm like looking like sad or upset that I'm not going to get picked. But it wasn't even the same night. It was maybe in the very beginning uh. where she might have wanted to meet this dude. You know what I yeah. mean? And um, she said, because they wanted to get a reaction, you know, like, like I was like, you know, because you see their facial expressions. Yeah. And she said, yeah, you know, again, reality, you so know. It's a big manipulation. Uh, yeah. Right. But the nice thing about Kay Cottrell's show is she's talking about guarding. Like, what, right, right. How, how much can you exaggerate? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she can get a, you know, a blow up zucchini and go look at it and it's like not real. But, you know, like, yeah. but they're real out of her garden, you know. Yeah. Um, so, the, so it's kind of nice with the web series, like they're more in tune with the reality of it. Right, so. right. But so, I mean, there is a lot of stuff. And the nice thing is, is like, again, we've got the 13 genres, like we've got the musicals coming in. And then it's just nice to see the difference of what everyone's doing and that they can follow their dreams. You yeah, know? absolutely. 
Because, again, I probably wouldn't do half of these. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's good to mix them up, too, because, I mean, if you put all the like, comedies or all dramas or all whatever together, then people kind of start to become the judge of looking at them, comparing them. Yeah. And, you know, when you see they a do. mix, you, yeah. you, you, don't, you, you don't really become the judge as an audience. You become someone who's an audience member, yeah. which is really, the I think, the goal. Yeah. It's not to, to be so much about, like, I mean, the judges have already done the comparing. They've right? already done their job. And, yeah. and the nice thing is, too, is you, you could sit through a, a screening block and, and see a comedy. And if you were, like you said, to compare it to the other five or six that would have been in if they were all together, you actually might find it amusing. But if, if you'd seen a, a funnier one just before... In the sense of whatever you find funny, yeah. it could be a bummer, you right. know. Yeah. And um, and and it can play. So and the nice thing is, is like, and because of the mix, it, it passed the, the time because they're about hour and a half screening blocks, give or take, right. with a, a Q and I, and that's not bad. I mean, that's the same as a movie, right? Yeah. But it goes fast because you're watching a number of different ones, mm-hmm. so it it can pass the time quite quickly, right? You know. Yeah. And then I guess if you're not into one, you're like, well, I only got. Max 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> they look on their schedule going, oh, yeah. this one's 20. Oh, well, I got a pee break anyway, so yeah. like, I need a beer, you know, so I, I, get I think that's like, you know, from a like filmmaker myself, I mean, I think that's our goal. I think sometimes people get caught up in making films and wanting to be good. And yeah. They want to like get themselves out there and they get too lost in that. Yeah. But our job is to affect the audience. And I think that's feedback. I mean, so my, I'll tell a quick little brief yeah, story. Yeah. My very first film I ever made was a comedy. And I had to introduce it in front of like a full audience, like 300 people. And it won that little festival and everybody was howling with laughter. It was totally unexpected. I didn't know what I was doing, but it was genuine and authentic. I made another film in university. Um, and well, it, it, needless to say, it was just pushed. And I remember there's a couple guys behind me and after the screening of it was done, they were like, that is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I was no. just like, I remember being like, oh, and then I was oh, like, that like would be but awesome. later I was like, they're right. It was that's, a piece of shit. Why, that's, why that, but that's me. But you know what? Hard. They I probably mean, didn't, did they know No, you? they didn't yeah, know I was no. there. They had no idea I was sitting in front of yeah. them as they said it, but it was like oh, one man. of those Did things. you go up on stage after anything no, so then no. they knew? Oh, just, no. cause that could have been awful. Thank here God. they say it, you know, <laughs> here they, here they say it and uh, then you go up on stage and oh, they would have felt like shitters, you know what I no, mean? No, but I mean like there was a part of me too that like, you know, I think it's like when you're finding your way as a young filmmaker too, there's this kind of like, you know, I think sometimes you learn filmmaking and actually learning it actually takes you away from the authenticity of storytelling. Yeah. Like I think that there's like what I've learned in my career now, I, I believe is that you got to be authentic. You got to tell something you really believe in that you really think is moving Yeah. and don't do it because you think it would be a good idea or whatever. Or that it would, yeah. it would fit this audience yeah. or, or they would find it funny. Like how you did in your first one. Yeah. It's I, like yeah, you did went it. It, it was authentic. Yeah. It went right. It yeah. And you, you did what was coming out of you. You didn't think, well, will they like it or should I no. make, you know, yeah, for that audience and stuff and just, you know, go with what you, like, again, we did a, a premiere of our last chance casting. And again, it was, it was with the, everybody that was our cast, friends, family, you know, whoever would come out. And I mean, we had a full house over at Celluloid or at, um, Anza club there. Yeah. Right. And, and me and Brad were standing at the back cause you're so nervous. You're like, well, what if they don't laugh? You know what yeah. I mean? And, and then we were very pleasantly surprised cause not only did they laugh where they should have, they laughed where we didn't unexpect it. Yes. And, you know, and it was like, and again, you, You're like, you, you could tell it was sincere <laughs> laughter, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was just like, Oh my God. Cause you just, 
you know, you're so proud, but yet you're so friggin' nervous, and you yeah. know, it's, it's it's can take a little bit out of you. Yeah, sure. totally. So now we know to go. Yeah, go with your gut. Go with what works for you, and if it doesn't work for anyone else, oh well. Yeah. Like you know, you'll find your right audience. Well, and I think it's you know it's all a learning lesson. I mean, I think you know you're gonna make. I mean, not everybody, but I, you know, like the guy who made Moonlight, which I forget his name at the moment. Do you oh remember? yeah, 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 totally. Well, he made twenty short films before he made that. Oh, is that right? You know, so that just puts some things in perspective. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I just watched that actually, um, and yeah, you know the the camera was super motivated. The acting was exceptional. Yeah, um, you and know. you learn from your I don't know if they're mistakes yeah. necessarily, but experience. Yeah, you learn, and especially if you look back and you go, "What was I thinking?" But yeah. um, but you look back and you work on it too, instead of being too critical on yourself. You just go, "No, I was," you know, and that's the big thing is. People are so critical of themselves, I mean. Mm-hmm. And what they got to do is say, it's all about learning. What did I learn that I can make it better? Where can I take this and go to the next level? Mm-hmm. And how can I improve? And, and as long as they just look at their past as experiences getting them to where they are going, because it's just, the, you know, the next step. It's, the you know, going to the next pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, and I think you need to experience, because as you get bigger teams, you need to keep true to your vision. Like, I, like when we oh, did, we did yeah. a show, and my vision for it was much more, like, grounded in the, in the emotional, the harder, edgier side of it. Right. Whereas, um, you know, I was working with someone where their vision for it was a lot more like, oh, it needs to be all fluffy and, like, CW and, like, right, right. you know, like, everything needs to be happy and bro-y. Well, then that's like, where the arguments like, and the, right? and the team yeah. kind of starts going. And I've actually heard that from creators in Vancouver where yeah. people were f- friends in the industry, you know, and then they work together. Yeah. And it's turned out awful. you got to get people, like, if there's one thing I could share with the audience on this fest, yeah. on this uh, podcast, I would say whoever you're going to work with, you got to get clear on your vision mm-hmm. right from the start. And, like, right from the start, be clear. And if, if you guys are not agreeing then really consider whether you could go forward because yeah. if one person sees it a certain way and you see it another way, it, 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 that's going to be a clash. It's going to be painful. Yeah, it's it's going to be painful. And, and, the, and then the energy, and I mean, if you guys are into the energy thing, the ener- you know, it's the energy of the film. Like it's, it's not, it doesn't matter how good the acting is. It doesn't matter how good the story is. Mm-hmm. You'll feel it in the way it's made. Totally. You'll feel it in the way they've, um, you know, again, again, if you read the script, it'd be the best script in the world. Right. And these actors are like top actors. But and again, I've, I've seen it like, you know, and heard about it, you know, where there was no love on set and mm-hmm. you, you can feel the pain, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've heard it also called the bipolar film, you know, <laughs> where you have a film that has these moments. And you're like, it's this film. And you're like, no, it's this film. And it's, it's like, like, but because they're two different, it all of a sudden doesn't work at all yeah. because it's like switch like so, it doesn't yeah. know what it is yeah. yeah pick your teams wisely and yeah. and i say this truly almost don't work with friends mm. like mm. i mean again you have to or unless you've worked in the past and you know it but oh man i've seen so many friend breakups in this industry in the last five years that it's actually sad yeah you know well we're about to shoot a film so yeah <laughs> well that's different well, you guys know you can work together well yeah we've i mean I we think, yeah. have worked I'll together be for probably 10 years at yeah least, right? so, i mean that's different too but i'm talking yeah. people no, that are I just agree. Um, for the most part it's like friends acquaintance friends i'm talking more like yeah. industry kind of acquaintance friends you know that you know they don't necessarily phone each other up and go for lunch every day but at parties they hang out or yes. or you know that kind of stuff or they're really happy to see each other or, or maybe the odd time they do all hook up at something but those are the ones that you know then you oh, make sure you're, you're careful 
You yeah, know? I think so. You know, and I think it's like, you know, I think I'm, I'm not too worried with Evan because I think he and I, we talk literally twice a week on this podcast. We literally work yeah. out our issues on like art. So we're pretty on the same page <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, and you know, you'll find and, it. Yeah, and we've done a lot of scripts together and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I think like one thing I've learned about partnerships too, is you got to be careful about overlapping jobs. Like I think sometimes one person has an idea, another person has an idea. And I think if you are sensing those things in the beginning, yeah. then you're usually going to only get inflated later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and the other thing is too, is um, like, again, Brad and I thankfully only had a couple of hiccups yeah. and they were worked out like immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we'd never worked together before we were just the friends we wrote the, you know, and then, right. but I was really pleased with, because I didn't step on his toes as a director. We worked together pretty much co-producing you know that kind of stuff but I pretty much sort of took care although I never even knew what a producer did but apparently I did everything (laughs) so I was a producer um but you know we were just the only thing I ever did is you know as I helped in the sense that I didn't step on his toes but one time I remember John Tench we'd gone for a break and he'd taken his coat off and then he put it on to go outside after when we were taking the break and he sat down with his coat on and I just because we didn't have one of those people that make sure the sets like the glass is half full and all that you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. and, I, and and again and, and and thankfully I said it in a way that I wasn't being oh. but I was just like I think he had his jacket off you know what I mean because then you don't step on toe yeah, yeah, you yeah. know and then and Brad was like oh yeah thanks whereas I didn't try to step in and go hey you you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so those kind of things of just making sure you let that person do what they're there to do right if they're you know with, yeah. with, with feedback of course but not trying to take over like you said you see it this way and I see it that way and mm-hmm. now we're bumping something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're bumping fists bumping, and faces. Yeah. You know? Exactly, yeah. But no, that's good. So when are you, you guys are doing a film? Yeah. Make it into a web yeah, series and a- submit for next year. You <laughs> <laughs> think I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, it could be a two two season episode. Yeah. Because eh? <laughs> if it's a film and it's five minutes and there's six, an hour and a half, you know, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. You know, you never know. People have done you never that. Know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I also think like ego too. You got to keep your ego in check when yeah. partnerships. I mean, because yeah. you know, there's a saying, and we mentioned it, I think, on last podcast, but it's like, I think it was John Wooden who said it. It's like a ama- or or I don't know. No, it wasn't. It was another guy. Um, I forget his name, but it's, it's amazing what can get accomplished when you're not concerned who gets credit, essentially. Right? You know? Isn't mm-hmm. that huge? Yeah. Like, see, that to me was really important because I remember you know Brad wanted to put his name first I'm like dude feel free yeah I'm good yeah not you know because nobody ever sees the first name they see the second I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) you know I always miss the first one when it's coming up on credits because it goes so fast you know Mm -hmm. but no but you know what and each their own like I was cool with it but like you said if the ego doesn't get involved yeah it can it'll just everybody will be successful you know oh yeah yeah it's you know it's interesting I mean like I've been in partnerships with people and you know you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. Like you also can have people come along who whisper in the other person's ear, like, Oh, you know, you should be getting this or you should be getting that, you know? Oh, and that's yes. really trouble because that's like, uh, that's... you know, that can create a whole thing. Cause it's that like, makes you start to think. Yeah. yeah it's, like... it's like, well, am I, am I not getting a good deal <laughs> now? It's like, look, everything was fine that, until, until that... this person comes along and whispers yeah. something in your, and all of a sudden you get upset about it, you know? And I think like, that's, uh, you know, that's one of those things with partnerships, one thing, uh, actually, uh, one of our um, one of our uh, producing mentors, I would say, uh, Dov Simmons, 
probably mm. doesn't even know how much of a mentor he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny how that works. It's like, let but, me help you out with that. Yeah, he's like, you got to get through production quick. He's like, it turns into rotten fish, you know. It's like, yeah. it gets stinky quick, yeah. you know. So, that, that's, yeah. a, that, that's a quote. We should do that yeah. quote yeah. Yeah. at the bottom of our, in our program, you know. Yeah. yeah, do production quick, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. it's true, though, because they just, I mean, editing. Oh, oh, see, yeah. the editing, like, we shot in two weekends, you know, we cast in a weekend. You know what I mean? We Everything was really quick. Holy mackerel on the editing, yeah. eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, post that was five is, months. Like, you want to keep as few people involved in post as possible because, like, the more people I, you get in there, more cooks in that kitchen, yeah, oh, yeah. the more egos are going to fly, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, luckily yeah. it was just Brad and I for the most part. I think yeah. we ended up getting, like, we brought in a small audience to get some opinions on certain cuts and stuff because that's when we were cutting to make it 22 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, and even then they argue, we're like, oh, get lost, you know, you know, and we end up doing it. But, but yeah, like, just keep it simple, you know, mm. and make sure you love each other. Yeah, you know? yes. Because it's tough. So then, yeah, see you guys will be, you know, we'll see if we have a podcast next year. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> After that, I'm kidding. Of course, there'll be one. You'll just, and there'll be, it'll be Brandon and Elizabeth. So still be, yeah. <laughs> they'll still be B&E. Brandon but, and Brandon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon and Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now we're Who's talking. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Yeah. And then it'll be like, <laughs> the podcast Brandy. will just be full of anecdotes. It's like, I used to work with this guy. <laughs> You know, and then, and then it'll all turn be out a, to be a real piece of shit. Then, yeah, and it'll, it'll, just, it'll just be a booze fest, and yeah. it'll be like oh, the, the wallows, of, yeah. No, yeah, the wallows of working with your friends. Yeah, yeah. and then um, we'll do a reality web series right. on it, you know? <laughs> and submit it to 2018. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only full circle. Um, right. But speaking yeah. of boozy, yeah, boozy, because we've got to do this at some point on our show. What a, oh um, yeah, oh the booze. Red, this red. Here, pass room. me the jug. You, yeah, sure. Because I'll, I'll pretend, yeah. right? You I can, can pretend with the yeah. right. So what is um, this? Okay. So that isn't I'm going to ask just Brandon here what he thinks of of this brew. Well, it tastes kind of like a sour to me, um, and uh, I think it's a sour. And it seems like it's like maybe a raspberry sour of some sort. Oh, and I'm gonna guess it's <laughs> kidding. It stinks. It smells yummy. It does smell. I'm like just weird. teasing. No, no, yeah. you're actually honestly, it does. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I do good. smell a berry in there. I smell a yeah. berry in there. I, 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 get I, it? I maybe it's blackberry. I don't know. It feels like it's raspberry, but um, it it uh, it's for sour. It's not too bad because I usually don't like sours at all. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's a sour, and I'm pretty sure it's a raspberry. That's all I got. Well, you've got half of it right. All right. So it is not actually a sour. Oh, okay. Um, but it is a raspberry scotch ale. Oh. Which I'm not sure if we've had this one on the podcast before. Um, but uh, that's cool. It's uh, it's from Red Truck. Oh, Red, <laughs> Red We Truck need Red them to who... we need them to sponsor us. We need beer at our festival. Well, you should go ahead and ask them. They were recently. Um, just voted um, favorite brewery um, by um, the Georgia Strait. Do you guys have any? Oh, and I just talked to Georgia Strait. They're putting in a big article yeah. for us this now. So, awesome. do you have the connection to Red Truck? Well, I don't know if I have a connection at Red Truck, but yeah. they just no, well, they just well. told me I, it was two dollars off of the growler fill <laughs> today because of the award, and I was like, oh, oh, well, that's fantastic. Well, I will just have to tell so, them that that I heard that, and it's all about that. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. It's, uh, so you guys do your taste tests. 
Yeah, we yeah. do a little taste. We talk about it for going blind moments. a lot of the time. Oh I went, yeah, I went in blind today. Okay, well, and I, I like it. Which it's, is good though, because then good, you yeah. don't have any expectations. And I did smell a berry, and I don't know anything about beer other than it smells like beer. Yeah, yeah. You know, they all I smell got the, the same raspberry too. part. It does. It does have a little bit of a. It's a little. It's like. It's like almost like a really mild sour, even though it's mm-hmm. pale. And I think that's why I didn't mind it so much, because like a full sour, I usually find is like. I can do a taster of it, but I find usually after a bit I get pretty... I think that's probably just the raspberry, because the raspberry's tart, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. It probably lends that to itself, but... <laughs> Adios. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. But no, that is... That's great. So you guys do this every show. Do yeah. Do a beer taste. Sweet. Yeah, we nice get a, life. we get a craft beer from... Whoever. I mean, we've been starting to branch out and start we start buying like some bottles and cans nice. from yeah, yeah. from stuff from the island oh, yes yeah. just because um, we're not there like you know yeah week, right? yeah, yeah, so, yeah but we want to try to get include those island beers and Absolutely. you know eventually cover the whole west coast i mean we'd like to even do a trip down the coast and like go to all the breweries down there and yes. just that would be and, that, well, and you could you could do like live podcast right because yeah. you can do it oh, yeah. from you know wherever it right it doesn't really matter i mean then as long as we have a somewhat controlled environment yeah 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 that would be a great road trip and doing it but yeah yeah that would be cool you guys got sponsors for that one well sure yeah that'd be easy we're growing we're working at it you know it's it's been what would you do it in the summer um, I think that would be. I think that'd be the way. Yeah, like the kind of Juneish, Julyish kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I have driven down to LA and back. We did the twenty-one hour trip, and and we we survived. Our friendship See? survived. So yeah. still together. Yeah. 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 I thought I was gonna end up hating Foster the people by the end of that because oh. I love that. At the time. Whenever Pumped Up Kicks comes on, I still I'm still you rocking out issue. to it. Yeah. So it, did, it did totally scar <laughs> me. And know, also, what were you into? Funny. Was the Killers that that road trip? Oh, maybe. Yeah. It could have been the killers. I we listened killers. to that a lot. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. fun. See, but that's just it. Those are the yeah. those are what's gonna make or break. Totally. You know? Well you you know, when you can handle hanging out with someone for an extended period of time, twenty four seven, yeah. You start to go, Okay, well, well I think that's we what they along. say. You get into a relationship, like <laughs> yeah. say you're and then you you should within like a couple months go on a holiday together. Yeah. Because mm. that's when you know you're gonna make or break. Yeah. Right? You'll yeah. see a lot come out, absolutely. Yeah, because you're yeah. now it, with them pretty much because you're on holidays 24 7 right well yeah and they can't they can't no, hide no, out who they right? are they're they're a little quirks because they're not going home. home at night after yeah, yeah. taking <laughs> you for dinner yeah you know and really are they going home yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> no no i haven't been scarred what yeah. are you talking about <laughs> i'm happily married yeah. no, i'm just kidding i'm out of that scene <laughs> see welcome uh, to my yeah. world you know yeah, i'm coming out of my shell yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> And I don't even need one of these. It's a straight yeah. vodka. <laughs> now, I figure I don't drink because I'd either be on the table, under it, clothes would be optional. So we don't want to get it. That'll be next podcast. Yeah, not for our yeah. audience. Yeah. yeah that, no. Sure. Oh, editing, you well, say? Well, some of them are probably 14-year-old kids. I don't think Okay, know. forget it. Go, go do your homework. For yeah, go do your homework. You know, go watch TV. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, but they, video they games. know what they signed up for. We swear. We, well, that's we right. So I'm on. And then, like, they've yeah. never heard. My nine-year-old comes home and, well. He could have heard it from me, but he didn't. Well, he did. But he'll come home and he'll be like, so-and-so said, and then he'll go, so-and-so said, fuck it. I'm like, don't say it, dude. Like, <laughs> at least wait till you're 10, yeah. you know? Right? <laughs> you're only nine, for yeah. God's sake. You know? And it's like, because you've never heard it from mommy, yeah. you know? <laughs> you know, you little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding, I don't call That's him that. Awesome. But yeah, so they're welcome to my world, right? Yeah. So, but now this has been 
so amazing. I'm See, I had a time yet. thing, but who gives a shit about that now? Yeah. Husband's the That's cook, so he can cook dinner. Hear. That's you know? what we love to hear. We want to get our guests on. We want you guys to come on and be like, okay, I don't really know about this interview. And then yeah. get, get well, into I knew like, about it. I just wasn't sure how long. That, so that, that kind of happens. We've had like yeah. people like come on. We had guests come on. They say like, oh, like, like you guys record for quite a long time. And they're like, because you think, what are you going to talk yeah, about? So what are you going to yeah. talk about? And next yeah. thing you know, it's like, we've gone for like two hours. I know. It's been two hours. It's like, I missed my plane. But no, and, and funny, and so like I said, it was because um, again, I, I mean, I'm sure you're cool if I say another podcaster, dude. Because oh yeah, yeah you know Jacques talk, Jacques talk, right? Yeah. And um, and he's on this. What are we on again? Pocket Live. Thank you, because they're coming to the festival. Did yeah. I tell you coming? To, um, and and the, and the same thing is like you know I'm sitting there and, and you know and I I I didn't ask because it, it didn't even occur to me because I've been interviewed before and it's been ten minutes or fifteen or twenty or a half hour, you know, that's a scheduled interview. Right. But I much prefer this where you just go with the flow and let the conversation go. You know, I mean it, it's just so much more relaxing and fun. Yeah. You know? Whereas it's if it's the again looking at the you know, and, and that sort of thing. I mean you obviously had knew what you wanted to ask, but I don't mind Not looking really. at it, but it's no. the I you just have no to go idea. with the flow, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, we actually have um, some other guests that are like lined up in the future and like one of them has been on a really big like television series and like they've done the whole media thing and they've been manipulated by the media. Fair enough. And they were like, I want to know the questions before I come on oh. your show and all of this stuff. And we're like, no, honestly, we don't have questions. We just go we're, with the we're flow. just yeah. really curious. And actually, if you wanna I, I told them, I said, if you wanna talk about that, let's do a podcast about how the, mani- how the yeah. media has manipulated which makes you know, sense yeah. right because yeah. that's what we want to discover I mean that's the whole point of this podcast is like we want to break down all the walls of artistry and like yeah. an industry and yeah. kind of show that like, there, that's real right? people behind those yeah. you know yeah whatever in the interviews you yeah, know the veneer of perfect questions yeah, let's yeah. talk about the, the the why we're yeah. we're doing what we're doing yeah. And yeah what it is that we're really doing and what made you do so. i mean there's some of those are they could be typical questions in an interview but but the fact that it can get you know it can veer off to this and get into a whole different subject yeah. and then it may come back it might not and that's okay right yeah. you know and that's what i i like about it so you well, know. you know, I think too, like when people come to the web fest, right. And they want to talk to other people, like, you know, people talk about schmoozing and they don't want to do schmoozing and all this. Yeah. And like if you have a conversation like this with people where you let it be what it's going Just to be, be yourself. you're going to make a friend, you're going to yeah. make a connection. You're going to open up your whole career. But if you come in and be like, so I got to ask them this thing about my film or do right? this thing. I mean, you're, it's going to be weird. Or you put on this <laughs> yeah. facade, this weird, right? you put on this facade and like, yeah. and again, it's one of the things that I, I tend to, maybe I'm an open book and I don't know if that's, but it's like, you know, I go down a nap pee and I'm just me. And I think that's, and you know, and one of the things like I was saying about, you know, Rod Perth coming up, he's like, you were real. He said, when I met you, you were real. You had no idea who I was and you just were you. And he goes, and that's what was so attracting, and the, and that's why I wanted to connect with you and see where your festival is going. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean, and and where he is in the entertainment world is huge. Like, you know what he does, right? And and so to me, um, that and again, I, I, I again, because I'm not from the industry, I'm not an actor, I'm not any of these things. I I've, I've never had to put on like. It's like if you like me, great. If you don't, well, fuck you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like truly, I, I can't make you like me. Yeah. But go yeah. away, because I don't like you now. No, you know. <laughs> but and like you said, and, and if they can just go and be themselves and be real, yeah, you're gonna get a lot more. Um, it just, you know, the energy, just you know, a lot more stuff going on, and and, and probably a lot more relationships and connections too. Yeah. 
because again, it's much more fun to deal with the real thing, you know? I'm so glad that you brought that up because I feel like that's what we've been trying to with these podcasts is communicate to artists out there that you can be you and and the world will love that because it's real. I mean, like, and I think that's the thing is like, you know, when I've been awkward or weird in social scenarios, it's usually because I think I need to be more than what I am. Well, you, you know, know what? And I'm going on Global next week, which yeah. is awesome. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so honored that they're calling me to go on the Global News Hour to talk about the festival. But I'm going to be nervous as crap. Like, I when I walked in here, the heart wasn't... I was just, you know, I was excited to meet you guys and just, you know, and again, honored too. Thank you for having me on and letting me share this. But holy shit, it's going to be freaky on, like, because they're going to, I mean, they're, I watch them, so I know, you know, I'm familiar with, but when you meet them in real life, you know, not that they're celebrity, but it's just a different, yeah. like, because you're in a studio and it's like, holy shit, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, there's, but, a, there's a big show going on. Yeah. Right? And I get on stage to do my speech at the at the awards ceremony. My, my freaking heart's pounding so loud, I hear it in my ears and I can't hear myself talk. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, so that's what the singers feel like. That's why they got the plugins in. Yeah. Oh, that's what I should get a plug-in in my ear and having somebody tell me my speech. Because <laughs> I can't read it half the time and the writing's too small and it's too dark and I'm like, <laughs> I'm screwed. And then last year, you know, I, I, I know I, I messed up and, you know, and it's like, you know, but it was funny because I didn't give a shit. It's like, I hope I don't swear and there's, oh, fuck, I just fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, um, and it was just, you know, and again, it was... You know, I just figured I'm going to go with the flow and be me. If I mess up, I mess up. I just have to laugh at myself, you yeah. know? Yeah. And yeah. that's what I, I like, you know, if we can just have these people do that. It's, again, it's it's a facade for them to come in and pretend. Yeah, you know, it's like whatever works for them, but right. too bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice they lose, you know? Yeah. But no, but it, it, it's been, like I said, I'm like truly thrilled that you guys brought me on. And, you know, I can't thank you enough because it's, and you got to come to the festival. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that way we'll do live of well, everything. I'll do some live broadcasting. <laughs> hey, sure. hey. I'll bring you guys live. I into know, this. you know, like gouging on the popcorn when no yeah. one's looking. And, absolutely. And then you guys you can watch, watch me get here. a massage. Um. <laughs> right? Hey. Oh, but. Yeah, go ahead. Fully clothed, dude. Fully clothed. I know, right. sorry. <laughs> just, All right, well, fine. That, 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 that you just, insist. I just put a damper on the whole thing. <laughs> Damn, you know. Um, yeah, so uh, when we wrap these things up, we usually try to like get everyone to like kind and of kiss go, and hug. Like, yeah, kiss and hug and, and declothe. But, <laughs> yeah, no, um, and no tongue right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, we usually try to think, what's the one point takeaway that each of us can take away from this talk? You know, what was the thing that really stood out? Oh, that's hard. You know, that's hard. You get to go first. Hard. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, well, good. my thing is was really here at the end, and I kind of summed it up a bit, but being real. I mean, just be yourself. I know it sounds so cliche, but if you if you genuinely connect with someone with interest and curiosity, mm-hmm. this is how conversations go. Yeah. They go by, they fly by, all of a sudden you realize this person is interested in what I'm saying. If you're interested in someone else, they tend to be interested in what you have to say. It opens up the door. And I think this whole idea of schmoozing, like, cause people, you know, I want them to go to the web fest. I want them to connect with people, go to the web fest and be curious, be yeah. curious about like other people's network. stuff yeah, in- more than you're interested in talking about your own. Well, yeah. My husband used to kind of sort of be an actor, and I'm probably going to say the joke wrong, but he says, how do you know in a room full of people who the actor is? 
and it's the one that talks about themselves yeah, or something right. like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think it's more of a catchy line, but yeah, yeah. when you say, and again, no offense to you actors, because I love you all, but no, but it, it is, it's about like just learning about other people and, and like you said, networking and sure, yeah, give them your card and that's the idea is letting them know who you are and stuff, but be open to what everyone else has to say too, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is extremely important when you're when you're mingling and getting to know people and wanting to you know build your network yeah plus you're going to learn way more by being interested you're not going to learn anything by talking all the time yeah, yeah. you know yeah. everything and you it, talk about you already know unless you forget but then you, you got that like short term memory uh, loss <laughs> they, they say there's also this law of reciprocation we should naturally have as human beings Unless maybe you're a sociopath, but for the most part we do, where we feel if someone gives us something, we actually intrinsically feel a need to kind of give back. Fair enough. So, you know, being interested is actually often what opens up a conversation more than trying to be interesting. Yeah, fair enough. And it's true. And you just want to like keep it going because there are people that aren't talkers. So you, you know, you, you feel like you need to talk talk to keep the conversation going and not uncomfortably because they're they're showing genuine interest in knowing and you may you may turn it around and ask them questions but they're just not talkers you know i mean and and you'll feel that out as well so that's when it's okay to talk about yourself and i got one last thing to say just to wrap my point up i learned a technique um and this is just a good way to break down that wall people who aren't talkers is for example if i if you go to a festival and everybody's from a different country different place you might go, where are you from? That might be your question. But yeah. instead of just asking where you're from, you'd be like, where are you from? I'm, I'm actually here from Vancouver. Are you from out of country? Yeah. And, and by sharing a little of yourself, yeah. you actually open the door for them to be okay. Because um, the, the guy was doing this talk and he said, you know, you don't ever want your questions to turn into an interrogation. Like oh, where people just feel like enough. you're asking questions, like, asking questions. Like, I don't want to tell you anymore. Are you married? How pers- many kids do you have? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it starts birthday? getting weirdly personal. You're like, yeah. you can ask my bank account next. Yeah. Like, you know well, what I mean? Or that, like, yeah. <laughs> or that, like, industry. This is a paid gig, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or there's just that, like, what you industry, yeah. like, <laughs> that industry always question of, just like, so what do you do? Yeah. Right? right? You know, and then what, oh, you're an actor. What shows have you been on? It's like, does it matter? It's like, I'm an actor, but I'm a waiter. (laughs) And I'm just, you know, but, but no, it's true because then you start to almost feel like you want to get it out that you're an actor, but then it starts to get like awkward if you haven't done much or, I mean, not from your lack of trying, but, but yeah, like open it up. Like, yeah, talk a little bit about yourself. So it feels like a comfort zone where they'll be comfortable to talk back. And, and again, you'll feel a rapport. And that's one of the things, like I said, about the networking and, you know, and, and it is easy enough to get caught up in it. And at the same time, say you have to go get a drink because it's a drag you know it's about like being it's like really having that part of the discussion that says like hey i'm a person yeah and you look like you are also a person are you also a person yeah great we are both people and how about that start you know like it's (laughs) i'm gonna start that off in my next time i meet somebody yeah you look like a person yeah I'm not, but you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, right. You look like a duck. You act like a duck. But, but yeah, I know it is good. So, what did you get out of this, Mister? What did I get out? Oh, of I this? know, right? Oh man, you know, like to me, it's it's just that there's there's so much opportunity, yeah, around us to create. Like you know that that like now more than ever. Hmm to get out and create real authentic content that we're passionate about. And and then there's, there's a place for it. There is a market for it. And, 
you know, who knows what might come of it, right? Like it's, yeah. but I think that it's, yeah, to me, I, I'm just, the, the big thing I got out of, out of this conversation has just been how, how open things are yeah. out there for, especially young filmmakers. Mm. Yeah. And where it's moving. And, and again, yeah, and, and sort of going back to like both of what you guys are saying is, you know, and like, like you said, the, you know, everything and with the openness and these creators being able to be themselves. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying. Yeah. And they can, sh- they can put their energy into something they believe in. And then we get to showcase it mm-hmm. yeah. and we get to like award them for it. And again, even, even though they, all the other web series and I'm talking about the ones that don't even get in, they should all be proud of what they're doing. You know, I mean, we are a festival that does have a best of, but that doesn't mean that all of them are truly amazing. And, and the idea of like, when we're, when we're sharing all this is even as I talk, things come up and it's like, oh, I never thought of that, but it's come out and say conversation. And then just opening up the door to this whole new world where these people can actually do something without having the restrictions of a studio saying, nope, you can't do that. Nope, no. And go back to the drawing board and, you know, and being, and it can be hard, you know. And again, you you do talk to people that have worked for networks and as writers, as whatever. And, and, you know, you you make one mistake, you're out, you know, and or whatever, you just, it doesn't click. And it, it, it can be extremely hard on the 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 ego to the point of you know like you start to question is this you know are you any good or is this you mm-hmm. know and you can be brilliant it's just that one person or that one job or whatever so this being these creators being able to go and actually show what they're worth is phenomenal mm-hmm. and being open and being real and like going back to like what both of you guys are saying and that and even just talking to you guys about it in a very casual way you know, is hopefully bringing, you know, to the, the viewers, you know, where these people are coming from and yeah. that they are, you know, real people behind all this stuff. Yeah. You know, with dreams. Right. You know, and you're facilitating an opportunity for people to bring it, bring it together yeah. right from the ground level. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. So and it's kind of, and that's, and that's what I'm really proud of. And that's yeah. why, like I said, that's where we're growing with the festival and, and, you know, and if we can keep on going and I don't, see at this point why not we're doing like like on twitter for instance like you know our twitter handle is van webfest and we're the only um webfest in the world that's that's been verified with the blue check mark right you know and and that's and, and you know and again anyone who's online and understands that that's huge in this industry like i'm up there with the tiffs with the vidcons with the mips you know like yeah. no other webfest in the world's been verified only you know we, so i'm extremely proud of stuff like that and mm-hmm. just again you know, where we're taking it in that, again, it's just helping these people become who they want to become. Right. So, I'm, yeah. So we're going to just keep on building it. And, you know, again, my dream is to expand it and make it bigger and 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 but, and but still, again, give these people the credit they deserve, mm-hmm. you know. So so in your final note to, to everyone, what do you want to leave them with? Like after this listening, this conversation. Oh, that's right. A virtual yeah. hug. Yeah, virtual hug. You gave mm-hmm. them that. Um, so what would you want to leave them with? Like what's their, what, what's something they could maybe like, I mean, maybe it could be practical. Maybe it could just be something to think about. It could be anything, but just something you can go, you know. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Like believe in what you can possibly do, whether it's film related, whether it's you want to be a, a, a chiropractor, like whatever, follow your dreams yeah. and be real to yourself. Don't listen to those people and there are those comments that you know just follow your dreams like to me that's huge and follow your gut like if you believe in it and you it's going to work for you that's all that matters because that's what's going to ultimately make you successful Mm. and do and 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 become who you want to become 
You know, I mean, you may have some hiccups along the way. You may veer off and, you know, I mean, whatever. But that's the, you know, that's the route you're meant to take so that you can learn to become who you are going to become at the end. Right. You know, I mean, it could take you and there's no there's no time frame. Like, it's good to have goals. It's good to say I want to do this by, you know, the time I'm 25 or 30 or 35. Absolutely have goals, write them down, follow them. But every year redo them because they're going to change. And follow your heart. Like I said, that's the bottom line and do what you know is best for you. You know, no one else is going to tell you that because you're the only one in your head. I think, you know, you're such a great person to say that too, because like you got into producing and being involved in this, like, you know, you were just like, I didn't even know how to produce, but then I, you know, my yeah. friend and I, we got together and we made it. And I think I've never done a festival before. Right. I, I have and now never you're been leading to a this f- thing that, you know, it's amazing. And I think that's the thing, you know, like same with Evan and I starting this podcast, we didn't know what we were doing. We're yeah. like, we should start a podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, yeah. and let's just wing it. Yeah. But you wing it with your dream and you wing yeah. it with your vision. And where the, the festival came is because I went down to the only other festival I'd ever been to, but not in a festival way. Is I went to a, a friend's movie at VIF. Yeah. You know that, and I, I went just to a movie. So, but where the festival idea came from was when I was so disappointed with LA, and I was like, I can do this. Or no, what I said was, well, I could do it, but I, I thought I'm going to do one with the vision I had of what that one was supposed to be right. like. If it had been the way I'd visualized it in my head, I'm going to pretty much tell you I would have never done one. Right. Yeah. Like, why would I? I just had gone to one that I thought was so great. And again, kudos to Mike. He started it. He's a hard worker. Like, I don't want to disc him at all. Um, but I came back with my vision and I followed my dream. Yeah. And I didn't know. I didn't know Directors Guild. I, I didn't even know the industry. I didn't even know who IATSE was. I didn't even know what IATSE was. Right. You know, and I, I just worked hard and I did my homework and I just worked, you know, and and I and here we are, you know. Yeah. So just I that's what I say, just keep don't give up. Yeah. Unless it sucks. And I'm and, just well no, and I mean uh, you know, like you know, it's like one one bad film won't kill you either. You learn no, you learn you, from you this better stuff, learn right? from it and just yeah. say, Hey, well that one even three bad films was a hiccup. You know? Or like, even I mean, ten, like or twenty, like yeah, you said it doesn't that matter. one. You gotta just keep at it. And the other thing too is like you you were saying like you learned from LA Webfest and that helped you to improve and like if if they're looking at your model and going, okay, well, they improved upon what we already built, yeah. then they improve upon that, and that's how we grow. And I we mean, feed we, off each other. Yeah. yeah, it's not about it's not about who's better. I mean, it's always going to be we're always going to be improving, yeah. right? And I think the thing is is that it you know it's not about who like I think when you start something it's really great. And I think what we always got to look at is how do we take everything and just learn from it? You yeah. Know? Well, and you know, yeah. and it's funny because I, again, I'm flattered when other festivals have come to ours and gone back and however you want to say it, used our ideas and right. improved on their festivals but they've even let me know they're like you know I, I love this about you know we, you know can we use it and I'm like absolutely because it's about again honoring the creator and you're doing it in Seattle or you're doing it in Toronto or you're doing it and and it's so funny Seattle has a web fest and it's coming up this Saturday and and um, and they're and the, they're like in a little um, community theater kind of thing, and you know one theater only holds thirty seats or so, and the other right. one holds fifty or whatever. I'm not you know the count, but and and they'll just do their one day, and they'll do the panels in the one, and you know the screenings in the other. So they you know and it's all good. And Darlene was so so sweet, and she'd been up to ours and stuff like that. And she said she was talking to another creator that was going to be co- going up to ours the following week. This was like last year, and she said. 
We just want you to know that, you know, Seattle Web Fest is the carnival on the corner and Vancouver Web Fest is Disney World, right. you know. And But <laughs> but the nice thing about that is is it's a compliment because I say go to theirs because it's intimate, it's, it's small, but they do an amazing job as well. It's just, mm-hmm. again, it's just what it is. And again, we, you know, we just bring in other elements to our festival and you know, and, and I love the fact that we're all different because it would be boring if we were all the same. Yeah. And yeah. that each festival does things differently is perfect. It's it, good. I mean, yeah. you know, even like in the feature film market, you know, the way Tribeca and Sundance and Cannes and, you know, they, the Berlin, all of them, the way they do it is much different. Yeah. And if it wasn't like that... It, like, why would you go to all of them? No. You'd go to one and then you'd know what the rest were going to be yeah. like. And so. they have a different mission, a different agenda, a different way of interpreting the market and like that's what makes this so great yeah. you know yeah and so yeah I, I this has been an amazing conversation i know I right really, it's thanks yeah. guys and again i can't thank you enough for having me on yeah and i can't wait till you come down next weekend we will <laughs> and know? we'll live stream it all right can i blow a kiss yeah do it thanks guys thanks guys yeah <laughs> That was our show for today. Thanks a lot for listening and being a part of this. If you enjoyed our conversation, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Or you can learn more and message us at www.thebndpodcast.com. Oh, and make sure to leave a comment and rate us on iTunes. That will really help us out a lot. It definitely will. Thanks.